0: What do you do when it seems like every man, woman, child, Walmart greeter, Rottweiler, and even a few of Phil Spencer's exes won't shut the fuck up about Game Pass? You talk about Disco Elysium, and then Game Pass. Our Checkpoint chat will go over what makes Game Pass amazingly insane, insanely amazing, and the very meaning of life itself. Our goal? To receive death threats from Sony console warriors after this episode goes live. At least, like, seven death threats. That would be dope. We'll also discuss Outriders, It Takes Two, Mario's Funeral, Pablo's Xbox Series Sex, and stories of our parents versus video games. Oh, and that night when I went down a weird rabbit hole of Fallout 4 mods and accidentally turned every elderly NPC into a thought. You love it.
1: I like that you keep coming back, so let me personally welcome you all to episode 4 of the Cool Down Time Podcast, and if you didn't know, we are the foremost leading experts on all things whatever the fuck. All of it. I am one of your hosts, Pablo, and let me tell you, it feels good to be one of the hostesses with the foremostesses, and as I said that, I definitely smacked my fat ass. Mm. Staring down, I'm staring down, (laughs) staring me down like a snack is my longtime friend and
0: host, Marco. Marco, what is up? Listen, I it is is the usual uh, uh, drugs and drive-bys, okay? Uh, as I call D and D. That's right. You know what I mean. I'm doing podcast. good though. Doing, doing
1: good. That's good. Well, Marco, every two weeks we give them the ultimate highlight reel of video game news, opinions, and a bunch of other wild, insane shit. Every once in a while, I make sense, and every so often, Marco enlightens us with some pretty thoughtful takes. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of enlighten- enlightenment. Marco, why don't you enlighten us and give us a rundown exactly what we're going to be doing today here?
0: Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's uh, let's go through what we have in store for you guys today. We have a great episode as usual. Um, we are going to be going through our loadouts, which uh, is is actually very game focused. So so the Bruno Mars talk is going to have to wait for another day. Oh, um, but but we have a lot of uh, ready. uh <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but we have a lot of lot of releases came out, so we got a lot of ground to cover with that. Uh, you know, Pablo got his Xbox Series X, and it's been it's been naughty ever since. So we got a lot to talk about with our loadouts today. We got Booty Juice as usual, and we got some good ones. We're gonna be we're gonna be going in on on uh, on, on some of the big three here. So I think you guys are gonna like what we have to say. If you don't, it's cool. Uh, you'll get over it. <laughs> I, I, I know I already did. Uh, and our checkpoint chat, our checkpoint chat is going to be all about that pass, uh, Game Pass. It's all about that is. That. So we are gonna be covering the good the great and the
1: oh my god
0: about game pass <laughs> yes we are uh and so we're going to be talking about just kind of where game pass stacks up you know it's it's the big topic um obviously it's it's a it's a pretty big deal for for microsoft and we're going to kind of get into why it's such a big deal we're going to get to some of these myths and these little these little things we hear out there in the twitter verse just kind of just kind of, kind of bullshit. Yep. And then we're going to give you guys some of our uh, favorite uh, must-plays uh, for Game Pass when you eventually and hopefully get yourself an Xbox Series X or S um, when the time comes. And then we're going to cool down. Uh, we're going to cool down. By talking about our weird ass parents, um, oh, so <laughs> yeah. we are going to be sharing some a uh, few funny stories of our parents versus video games. So, just stories of their shopping confusion, their punishments, their misconceptions about games, and then the those times when they try to pick up a damn controller and play with us, and it just doesn't work. So, a lot of fun stuff in store for you guys on this work. episode. Uh, true, true, yeah. Um, but before we get into the, the you know the business. Um, we need you guys to follow us. Look, I mean, you know, we're, we're young, hungry. Um, we're not so young, but we are. We are hungry and thirsty, and we need you to follow us on social media. Um, so, so cool down time pod is where you'll find us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we have an OnlyFans in the works pretty soon. Uh, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a weird one. Um, but you know, um, I hope you like my feet. Uh, but follow us in the meantime on our favorite uh, toxic gas social media platforms. And also, check us out on our official website, too. Um, guess what we're doing? We're doing some blogs now. Um, so if you go on our site at cooldowntime.com, you can check out, our uh, obviously, our podcast episodes. And you can also check out our new blogs. I have one that just went up, uh, which is going to talk about uh, the rumors about uh, Hideo Kojima um, joining Team Green. Uh, with the latest rumors about him uh, joining up with Phil Spencer, uh, our boy, and, and uh, Microsoft. So check out our opinions about it. Um, and uh, while you're at it, subscribe to our podcast, too. Just do everything for us. Um, you know, actually, <laughs> can you go ahead and get our vaccine shots for us, too? Well, actually, probably got his already. Um,
1: or, or if anything let us know you can record the next uh, 25 episodes guys.
0: Yeah, that'd be great just you know we want to make it efficient for you. Um, but you know in, in the meantime uh, yeah follow us on our all of our social medias uh, you can join us on iTunes you can join us on Spotify, Amazon music, uh, Podbean uh, your mom's old cassette collection in the attic uh, that has earth there. wind and fire on it you know we're right after that. Uh, we're everywhere guys um, but we are glad to be here uh, to talk to you on this episode And with that being said Pablo, I think it's time to uh, to get our loadouts going here. So uh, we've got a pretty similar list of things to talk about, but I think the the one that we need to get into first, after after almost two fiscal months of, of <laughs> panic and confusion about when it was going to come out, let let's let's get into the shits with uh, with Disco Elysium. So um, what are you what are you thinking? Before I do that, I kind of want to just put this out there: where every
1: week or every two weeks, for now, when we release an episode, there's going to be episodes like this where. We seem to be uh, fanboys of a certain platform, because the way that the show happened to come together, mm. it's gonna be very Xbox heavy, and then when we get into the booty juice, we're gonna be taking shits <laughs> on certain uh, competitors, and it's it wasn't our intention. We're, we're definitely, uh, we, we have our preferences, but ultimately we buy every console, have every console, we play every game. Uh, so that's not, uh, this isn't an Xbox podcast. It's a video game podcast, but it just happens to be he- leaning heavy on Xbox today. But, you got something to say about that?
0: We go where Disco Elysium takes us. That's right, That's and it takes
1: lot. us right now, right <laughs> into, uh, into loadouts, and Disco Elysium is trash. I'm totally kidding. Nope, mm. absolutely not. Well? Listen, well, okay, see... <laughs> we, go
0: for we have, it, go for
1: it. I'm very excited for this game for many reasons. Uh... Reasons that I've explained uh, in previous episodes about CRPGs and whatnot, how I've recently got into it, and this being like kind of like the best CRPG of all time, according to most, or at the very least, one of the greatest of the generation. Right. So, getting into that, very excited about it. I came into it as open as Marco did. I think it's just Marco had some technical issues with it. He'll get into it and some other stuff. He'll get, but right yeah. now I'm kind of gonna give you uh, where I'm at. Um, And uh, to be quite honest with you, uh, anytime I'm hyped for anything, it rarely ends well, right? Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, you know, uh, and really when I look at my top 10 list of all time, I don't think there's a game on there that I can say, maybe with the exception of one, that I was super anticipating that game before release. For example... Not even Metal Gear? That's the one. That's like, oh, okay. That's 100%. the at least one. Metal Gear Solid 3 was the one that I really anticipated came out. It was fantastic. Got it. it. blew me out of the water. It's my yeah. number two favorite game of all time. But we're going to do an episode, I think, soon on our top ten games of all time. I think we will, yeah. yeah. That would kind of give you an idea as, as to what we like in terms of games. But anyway, um, but Witcher 3, for example, it's a game that I didn't really have any... Uh, familiarity with, especially Witcher Two, never really played much of it. Mm-hmm. Witcher Three comes out, blows me away. Uh, Celeste is on my top ten list, probably come up again a little later on the show. That didn't really it came out of nowhere for me. Uh, and then Super Mario World, I remember playing that game and loving it, and obviously one of my favorite games. But it's not a game that I can say that I was anticipating because I wasn't really reading like Nintendo Power or anything yeah, like yeah. that, so I didn't know what the hell was happening. Uh, so when I look at those kind of things, it's very difficult for a game to live up to any expectations, especially ones like mine where I was like next level, I was on a Discord looking, looking up when Pink Floyd album <laughs> came out because there was a pink picture man. on there. Um but anyway, uh w- with that being said, I have to say, um even with all the awards that Disco has won, um and, and 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 all the praise it's gotten it's gotten tense across the board back in twenty nineteen. I, I I admit that I was a little bit, man, am I putting too much into this game a genre of a video game that I'm I'm just getting into, but I'm not. It's not like you know a uh, a Western RPG, which I love. West we we love Western RPGs oh, yeah, for game. sure. So it's not like one of those games. And I have to tell you, um, I I love this game v- very. I love it so much that I spit all over my uh, laptop <laughs> just now.
0: Uh, that I, Chromebook I, is getting the business right now. <laughs>
1: It's because I'm salivating, baby. Uh, But listen, I I have to say, it's... I was telling Marco, when when I first came upon the game... Matter of fact, Marco played a little more than me, a little quicker. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And he was kind of like, voicing some concerns, but also saying, hey, I I do like where they're going, I'm intrigued. And I I felt, from the moment I started the game, I was just absolutely blown away with the writing. uh, Because it is very... uh, it's it, it tries to be very intellectual. Mm-hmm. It tries to be very like it's poetic, to uh, a fault sometimes. But as I played the game, and I'm not going to spoil stuff because I don't want to spoil anything for you, just in case you get into it. I don't. I mean, I don't know where you stand. I don't know if you're ever going to go back to um, it. Yeah. I
0: mean, we'll get to it. We'll get to yeah.
1: it. Yeah. So as the game progresses, and as I develop my character, I've come to find that those things that are are precious and are being talked about are really, it's not real, it's it's actually a very sarcastic way of the world being built around me because of who I am. I, just to kind of tell you exactly what's going on with the game, kind of break it down for them, right, Marco? Yeah. This is, you're a cop, you wake up in a, in a hotel room and you don't know who the hell you are, you don't even know your name, there's a body in the back and it's hung and you, you're you there to solve the case. Yeah. That's pretty much it, right? So, you're, you're, you're going through it, trying to find out who you are, also trying to solve a case, uh, so with that, um, you know, you're, you're, you're thrust upon this world that it is a wor- You don't know what you don't know. It's a great mechanic because you don't know anything about anything. Yeah. But your character's been there for a week or a couple of days. Yeah. And everybody knows him. They don't know. You don't know anything, just like your character. And and I feel the writing comes across like very confusing. Like like it's what, extremely confusing. Yeah. Like yeah. what is happening? What what is you know you have. Your inner faculties are talking to you a whole bunch of different things. you have the the, the uh, what's it called the physical instrument, which is like your body telling you you have yeah. like uh, intellect. you have all these things kind of talking to you.
0: It's very strange. you have yeah. basically to make it to simplify it a little bit for the, for the listeners it's, it's 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 all the aspects of your thought process and your physical capabilities if they could talk yeah. So, like your your um your your ability to be composed yeah. has a voice in your head. Your ability to, to think logically yeah. has its own voice in your head. So, as you're talking to people and engaging with people in the game, you have that these these voices in your head interjecting to, to give you right. uh, clues, hints, takes perspectives on what's happening in the current situation right. that you're in. It's very very strange at first, and then but once the game progresses, what
1: I like about it and wh- why the writing works so much is because you're in you're in a position where Someone talk. They describe something to you, and it is described to in 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 all the details. Oh my God! And and they speak about it so preciously. But the answers that you're able to actually give out once you've developed your character actually really go with me because right now I'm a hobo cop art critic. That's not a joke. Yeah, I'm a hobo cop art critic. That like I have a passion to critique art, but I'm also a hobo cop, right? And so when somebody brings up an idea of communism, Mm -hmm. it is they're very passionate in their approach to this. I'm not a communist in the game. So I brush it off, I'm sarcastic, there are options that actually really deliver what I'm feeling in that Mm -hmm. way, and sometimes even more clever than anything I would come up with, you know, in terms of like a a retort. Yeah. and it is just one of those things where I, I've seen these games. I know games talked about shaping your character, making your character. We play dozens of RPGs that are like this. But ultimately, mm-hmm. even the great Mass Effect Three, at the end, all those choices you've made really amount to something really small. Right. This is everything in this game is all up to you as to who you are. There are certain things. Uh, there's no combat in the game, right? Right. There's this thing in the game where it's called a uh, a check. Uh, a skill check and these skill checks are all based on your actual um, competencies competencies your, yeah. yeah exactly how you've actually developed your skill tree and so you're able if I have a flair for the dramatic in, 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 in the game itself so there are certain answers that I can give right. that are 80% chance of passing the skill check because it is a dramatic uh, tone to what I want to deliver in terms of an expression or, or a thought or, uh, yeah. or an idea and If you do that, you can break a case or break into the case a little deeper or you can fail it and and have to find another way to do it. There there are moments in this game where I've gotten – like I've broken the case of who did it, how it was done. I'm there already. And I've only done that because my authority is high. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a flair for the dramatic and I also have – this uh, this thing where you can actually see, like, you can actually, like, break down stuff in, into detail. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to put all those things together. And with that, I am in a position in the game where I am a very, I'm like, I'm basically like a super cop, but an absolute uh, addict. Oh, also, I do all the drugs in the game. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so it, it's just one of those things where the game really, really absolutely is built from your character and your and your choices and your answers it's not hey i want to tell you this story and you're gonna choose these things along the way but i'm telling you this story yeah it's there is a story here Mm -hmm. i'm gonna tell you a story and the story is this find out who you are solve the case that's it how you get there it's up to you the world world building is amazing you don't have to do it Like everybody's talking about Ravishaw and all these places that, and it's such a detailed thing about the war and why it's war torn and what. Doesn't if you don't want it to matter, you don't. You can be like, I don't care. You literally can tell someone you don't care, and you can move on. Yeah. And then you can just be a cop, or you can be. You don't even have to solve the cases. You don't even have to do any of that. You can just go around trying to fight people Mm -hmm. and uh, do drugs. You literally can do that, you know. And then your partner in the game is. The straight man, right? Right. Whole, and it tries to keep you on, but you don't have to do any of it. And it's such a beautifully told story. Um, I am finding out who I am, but there is an old. I almost said like the name of the character. I'm not gonna say it.
0: I know who I know his name,
1: but okay. Well, put, I'm a, the a, of, for the sake of, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna say it because how many of the people are really gonna play this game? You guys are all full of shit, and that's <laughs> like uh, it's so weird. It's very hard to recommend uh, as well. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So there's an old Harry. Actually, that's not his real name, by the way. There's an old Harry, and there's the new Harry, Mm -hmm. okay? This is what he thinks his name is. Um, But anyway, there's an old one and a new one. The old one has a story. He has a past, and it's also based on your choices. Mm -hmm. But the great thing about it is your choices that you make, your backstory is is usually the opposite of the choices you make. They're really trying to show you how much you've changed the character from that. So there's a portion that happens about... 15, 20 hours in where I a, open a letter and I find something out about the character. And at that point, now I know everything. I know my real name. I know my age. I know my date of birth, obviously. And I know if I had a significant other or if I didn't have a significant other. And now that I know everything that's opened up, my character literally faints because it's so much overwhelming. And this the, uh, the damn uh, title card comes up. Twenty hours in? I think I I think I
0: ran into something very similar. Yeah, to that.
1: twenty yeah. hours in, and I I was looking around I was like, what's happening? People ran into that five minutes in the game, or mm-hmm. haven't run into it, or ran into it thirty hours later. Yeah. So it's like now you know who you are. You got that out of the way, but let's let's keep going with the story. It's just it's really just for me. It really just is a game that I had these high high expectations for, and it end and it ended up for me still because I'm still playing through it mm-hmm. like almost. Surpassing them Because I didn't expect to feel any kind of emotions towards the game. I, I was more or less interested on the whole entire kind of aspect of being a, a, being a, a lunatic cop, really. Like, I wanted to be – what's that cop from that movie, uh, the New Orleans, the bad lieutenant? Oh, jeez. Nick Cage movie? I, I, that's kind of what I wanted <laughs> to be, just an insane cop going around doing drugs and punching people in the face. And you could do that, but because I've, I'm finding out these things and I'm caring about characters – I really, I just, it just it, the game has really kind of just blown me away in, uh, in, in, a, lot of, in a lot of that aspect. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of that's my kind of my piece on the game. I, I can give more details, but I kind of want people to experience it. I will say this, Marco, yeah. it is a super hard recommend.
0: It really is. That's what I was going to get into. I, I think that the thing that that really shocked me the most is how obscure this game really is, especially in the opening hours. Um, you know. You, if, if, you really, or if you're coming into this cold turkey and have no idea what the game is, you don't even have that, that, the synopsis that, that Pablo kind of gave to set you up, uh, which I didn't. I, I basically came into this game blind as fuck, and I, the game is not really holding your hand very much at all. You're just, you just you feel very disoriented, and it's very hard to figure out, you know kind of get your bearings, um, figure out kind of who you are, what am I supposed to know, what am I not supposed to know? Um, am I supposed to know how to respond to this person that I just started talking to five minutes into playing the game? Um, I don't. I don't get any of these responses that I have to choose from. None of them make sense to me. So it, it, it really starts out extremely extremely disorienting. And and I can push through that, and I obviously did um, to to get more time into it. But I think that alone would be very very off putting and just too confusing for. Uh, you know, regular gamers who, who play more traditional types of games, so there's definitely, um, you know, that that acclamation period of just figuring out, okay, what is this game actually trying to be? Um, you know, other than just this weird, you know, kind of bizarro story. Um, and, you know, eventually I got I got settled in, and I, I, I figured out what what the game was trying to do as far as the detective story and kind of retracing your footsteps about who you are and kind of what your purpose is in this town and um, what are some of the demons you're wrestling with, you know, as this character. And I liked that for the most part, but I think that the biggest problem that I had with the game is the way that it plays as a game. Um, now they got you know. Uh, I-, I can't remember the name of the developer. Z A D. Yeah, Zad. Zaddy. 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 Yeah. So you know, they they took their share of flack for you know kind of the state that the game launched in, and I think they're already on like the the fourth title update right now. So it was a really rough experience, and to be honest, I played a little bit of it earlier today before we recorded, and it's still pretty rough. Um, you know, sound cutting in and out, uh, textures flickering in and out of the picture, um, movement still feels weird. Uh, one of the biggest problems was interacting with objects in the game, which is something that oh, I don't know, every game does. Um, and, and this game was was having a hard time with like literally just um, hovering over you know areas of interest. You're supposed to hover over it with your your analog stick and then press the X button to go walk over uh, to that object. And there was there was a few weeks of time where. Uh, it wasn't being responsive to the to those button prompts so you were Walking over to the object you were trying to interact with, and then nothing would happen. And then you'd have to redo it again. It does the weird thing. It's almost like point-and-click adventure esque in a yeah. way. And um, I think that's
1: the way it was on PC. But yeah,
0: yeah. But it's, that's not a, excuse, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse though. I mean, look. I mean, you know, it's it shouldn't be that hard to interact with basic objects, especially when that's really the the, the meat and potatoes of the actual gameplay. Um, you know, so as a as a game, as far as picking up the controller and and playing this video game it was not the most fun experience to, a, at all uh and in fact it was really frustrating for me and as far as the story goes i think there's a lot to like about it but i think for me and, and i don't usually have this problem i love story-based games but this one i think a lot of that that overly detailed information about like describing like the texture and the the smell of a piece of like tissue paper on the ground like it's just over the top it's it's, it's trying to be poetic and it's trying to be very, uh, at times to me, very pretentious and pedantic in, in ways that, um, you know, just take me out of the experience and make me go, why are we spending so much time talking about this, this little thing that is so inconsequential? Um, and it's also its greatest strength too, because then when you get to interactions with people, and you you know, you hear these nuances about their like expressions and uh, the way they laugh or they look at you and um, you know things like that, then you kind of appreciate it again. But I think the game just kind of gets too bogged down with itself, and it almost feels like at times it's relishing in its own. Um, it's relishing in itself, in a, in a way. Um right. I, Yeah, and so I, I've, I've struggled with it, to be honest. I, I fell off of it pretty quickly because it just, it playing the game does not feel good. The menus are, are kind of trash. Um, when you're holding objects in your hands, like a flashlight, you have to, like, use the analog stick to, to yeah. you know, aim the flashlight, but you're also using the analog stick to interact with objects at the same time, so it's this weird dual-use. Um, like, it's like
1: they've never really figured out, like the, the the control scheme, yeah. I, but I will say um, uh, about the writing and stuff like that. That that kind of stuff, if you can get over that, is that kind of stuff you can embrace or you can. Reject and once you reject it, yeah, this guy can come in and try to say something, and then the other part of your body literally trusts him and is like, you don't want to hear that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it is it is a barrier that you have to overcome. It's a very
0: acquired yeah. taste, and that, the thing, for and the, sure.
1: And the thing is, like, when you click on something on PC, there's no other interaction or no other mapping or nothing is coming through, so right. it knows to go straight to that. But once you hit X on the console and you start moving towards it, I mean, whatever that does, it it, it kind of it's like, all right, well, um. Does he still want to go there? I mean, <laughs> like, and they fix that uh, now. You hit it once, and he'll go over there. You just don't touch the analog, and but the yeah. problem is, is that you're used to walking now. That you hit it, and if you kind of deviate from the path, it'll be like he doesn't want to do that anymore. Yeah, and exactly. So it'll still exactly. do that. Um, I've, I've gotten used to it, and that's not to say that you would too. Um, yeah. But I've, I've, I've. Uh, I've gotten so into the story itself and it's still believe me, I still go into these places and it's still pretty frustrating where I'm like, Oh no, I'm fucking touch that
0: thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, when I'm yeah. trying to leave a room and you get Oh, too, that's so bad. That's when you, still so when bad. you get so close so when you get too close to the door and yeah. you interact with the door to leave, yeah, yeah. you like he'll he'll slowly turn around and walk back yeah. and then turn around again to have enough space between him and the door and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. then he'll leave the room like oh there's my God. There's even worse
1: spots where you're trying to go upstairs and there's it, because of the way that the camera is set up, mm-hmm. um, you can't see the path, and so yeah, you're like that stuck to me in the corners, times. and you're like, "Come on, that's that sucks." And yeah. I, and again, that's because on PC you click where you want to go, and it knows where to take you. Yeah, they it's, didn't figure yeah. that out completely, and, and and I will say, if the game was the game, the writing wasn't as good, and it wasn't, and I wasn't as enthralled. I can definitely mm-hmm. understand where you're coming from. Where I could be like, "All right, this is frustrating. I'm out of here." But yeah. you know, I, I'm, I, that's not where I'm at with it. But yeah. again, I totally understand this. The, the if people see this game, like, "What the hell is this game?" Because that's what the game wants you to ask. But yeah. it also asks a lot of you. It wants you to just hold on, stay mm-hmm. there, and do what you want to do. But first understand what I'm trying to tell you like w- what yeah. this world is and it is it's it's a lot to ask I, yeah. I won't say that and and I appreciate it for it but at the same time I get it.
0: Yeah, I'm glad the game exists. I'm glad that there's there's something this obscure and strange out there that's kind of a like an exception to the norms that are out there with gaming, but I think at the same time it you got to get the fundamentals right. It For you sure. know, we're we're in 2021. If you're going to bring a game from PC to console, I don't want it to feel like a PC to console game. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you got to you got to try to figure it out, but um but I'm glad you're enjoying it, though. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know if I'm going to come back to it, to be honest. Um, I, I uninstalled it just kind of out of <laughs> out of uh, impatience for some of the storytelling uh, beats, but. Um, but you know, it, it's definitely a game that I would keep an eye on. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna work out the kinks at least with the bugs. They're they're pretty yeah. diligent right now about that. So it'll probably feel better to fit like to physically play. Um, but the story aspect of it, as Pablo said, is is very very different. Um, and and I think it's it, it's definitely maybe a love it or hate it thing. Yeah,
1: and, and definitely they have to get it right on PC because yeah. th- because of the f- simple fact that they they eventually want to make more games and they're not going to I don't think they're ever going to release a game on PC only and leave an audience like PS4 behind and and Xbox so they have to get it right because you don't want to be that company that's like oh yeah 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 but the best version of that game is on PC yeah yeah and and, and listen even with all that said if they have keyboard and mouse support I would play that way because I think that's the ultimate way of playing it I agree Uh, according to their fact sheet keyboard is actually supported Mm mhm uh, Mouse is not yet, though they're not clear as to how you can play with the control and because I'd be I, I would be cool with playing with the control having the, the keyboard on there and then going into my menus that way because mm-hmm. you don't need to you put it down and you know but then yeah. again I don't know but they, they weren't detailed that so well,
0: what's next what, what but, do you got oh well we we gotta talk about our divorce oh well, that's listen right. listen, <laughs> listen listeners um it's it's not your fault. Um, it's just that me and me and Pablo are just scared um, no we were playing uh, we're actually playing It's Ta- It Takes Two um, sure and it, does. Um, it Takes Two is uh, for those of you that don't know it is a uh, you know online co-op only, uh, story driven, we'll get to the story part of it in a little yeah, while, but well, a story based, uh, game, um, that basically involves two parents, uh, who have decided that they are getting, uh, out of each other's lives. And they both have, uh, obviously a, a child involved and, uh, they broke the news to the kid and the kid wasn't having any of that and basically did some voodoo shit and turned them into, uh... It's- it's unclear, but the devil is involved. Oh yeah, yeah. Satan's all up in this thing. Uh, Lil Nas X produced again. Uh, game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, uh, the the kid had figured had this book or something and figured out how to basically turn them into this dolls. Uh, uh, is it a, the Book of Love? Oh, the Book of Love. We'll, <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. But um, you know, so they 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 get shrunken down into these these toy dolls. Um, and, uh, you know, they're basically being led by this book of love uh, to to essentially repair their marriage and not get a divorce at, at the wish of this child. So these two are essentially um, almost honey, I shrunk the kids kind of scenario where they're kind of going through all these different areas of their house and outside uh, as these little toys. Except um, they're in their house in a voodoo like trance. Yeah. And, and the, meanwhile, they are like out. Uh, in real life, and, and the daughter's like trying to talk to them and like, hey, mommy, what do you think? Oh, you don't want to talk to me. Oh, my God. And uh, it's just... It, it, the story is is fucking nuts, but... Um, it is nuts, But it. the gameplay um it, I think has been a pretty interesting one, to say the least. What do you think? Uh, I, I, so, this game comes
1: out, great reviews. Me and Marco tried to weigh out, save developer. Yeah. Um, and we, we, we kind of had really some fun early on, but we just never really went back to it. It was just a game that was like, we, we like the prison scene where you kind of get out of the, you know, where you have to look out, right? And we like that. And then after that, it just became kind of like this weird. Anyway, this game comes out, great reviews, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, Marco, let's go ahead and let's 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 play this together, um, and we do. And this game starts, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> because it's a game that's about two people, right? And we have to work it out and do do things, uh, you yeah. know, it's a co-op game. You're to have to cooperate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the story is so involved in the beginning. It's so much talking. The cutscenes are pretty long, and I'm like, why?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and it's not a kid's game. At all. No, no, no. It, it, it feels Pixar-y in, yeah. a, in a sense, but it's really not. It's
1: really, it's, I honestly, and I, I think I read this somewhere where people who reviewed the game said this game could really be used in therapy sessions. In in that sense, because yeah. it, it really, it, it really is serious about divorce. Like the the guy who wrote, did he he hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hurt. Yeah. Uh. uh yeah. But you know, Joseph uh, Ferris who's the the lead uh, developer of the game. He said he wanted to make a rom com video game, which people Mm-mm. don't wear that title on their sleeve. Like even yeah. Tim Schafer, we're talking about that. Well, he talks about his games full of humor. He never calls them comedies. Like they're not the genre isn't. Is it a comedy game? It's just an action action adventure. He wants this to be a rom com, and yes, it is funny mm-hmm. at times in the interactions. But um, I, I it the story is so bizarre. I, but but like like we're, like you're alluding to the gameplay, is, fucking fantastic it is absolutely i'm blo- I was early on we were kind of
0: yeah s- blown it was, away it was pretty great yeah
1: I was like okay what is happening and then once you think oh man this is this is great nothing can top it then Marco's character is street fighter fighting the one of the yeah. bosses.
0: uh <laughs> yeah it turned into Diablo f- yeah for like a whole level it was it was yeah. so weird and
1: then that yeah. one boss fight we had where we li- were literally in tears <laughs>
0: We you ever had, had listen. You ever have that one friend who's playing a game with you for the first time, but acts like the expert about the game? <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was me. Like no, you don't want to stay on this side because we had we were we were fighting a giant toolbox. Don't ask how we got to that point. Yeah. It's it's too weird. But we're we're fighting a giant toolbox, and he's we're on a big plank, wood plank, and he's he's cut it, he's sawing off all like the corners of it, and there's nails falling off yeah. from from the sky on us. So we're trying to dodge and get away from it, from all these attacks. And I'm like, stick to the right because he's only got one arm left on the right side, and we fucking got whooped. Yeah. Because of me and, and,
1: and it's like all my Mark was like, all my years of video game experience
0: has <laughs> led to this, and I got this
1: <laughs> IV in uh, the system, and we stay on that side. And also, it's like, and yeah, so you fall on the dive. I'm like, what
0: happened? No, Listen, I haven't left that hard in a long yeah, time. That was all, so fun.
1: We all came out of that with uh, massive headaches.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, but that, but stuff like that, just like the, you know, the inventiveness of, of some of the the, the levels for real, and and the way that they really tried to think creatively around the gameplay. It doesn't have. What I was afraid of coming into it was it was going to have like one or two gimmicks. You know, one person holds this lever so you can go under or, or through a bridge and right. then they release it. And then you help them out and get them to, to the other side too another right. way. Like, And it does that, but like it has a lot of really weird stuff that's really creative. Essentially, that's what the game is, but yeah. it,
1: it's not literal. You're not really pulling a lever. You are shooting this gunk that has weight that oh, yeah. That yeah brings it it brings physics into the game where oh, it pulls subtle. it down and then also that's explosive and yeah. so the other character has a gun that shoots something that ignites that thing all the things that you're given they're given to you they work well together and they mesh really well and they've thought about everything to the point where hmm, you think about something because mm-hmm. you know how physics work yeah and it works for the most part it, yeah. it really works and yeah. it is it, 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 uh, it the thing that it really kind of also, it was blowing me is it, it, is the love for video games this game has because I was playing that whole uh, it was the tree chapter two and I was playing that whole uh, you were fighting oh at yeah time, yeah but like before this. that you were shooting and it felt mm-hmm. like a uh, super return of the Jedi or something yep. where, where they went through that uh, through the run through they the got best some zone. homages in there yeah for and sure, I was like yeah. this this is too similar to that yeah and, and even if it wasn't I felt that way so yeah yeah, yeah. It, it really. Yeah, you no, know, it, it, it
0: has it, it does have some dry spells though. There were a few levels that I, I wasn't a big fan of, and, and you know I'm not much of a puzzle game lover at all. So I'm I, I think it kind of got too buried into the puzzle solving aspect and not like the action game you know like c- combat stuff. Yeah, uh, for a little while there, it tried to get a little Mario Galaxy esque in a way yeah. too for a while. So I wasn't a big fan of that. So it it, it has its peaks and valleys. I will say this too. I think we just now got to the halfway point in the game. It's a pretty long game for a co-op game. Yeah. A lot of bang for your buck, but I was like, I thought we'd be done by now. Yeah, because one of those
1: games was like, it's a game about ideas.
0: Yeah, and how you implement that into the game. Yeah. and I'm thinking,
1: I'm on ideas, and they got ideas, man. They, oh, they got ideas, yeah. And, 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 and forty for forty bucks too. Yeah, and, and even the ideas that you're talking about that space station uh, level. Yeah. Um, even those that don't work well, and, and they work in terms of, like, it's super innovative, and mm-hmm. it still does things that are, like, oh, it's super cool. All that is the same. It's just that for what... The opening is so strong. Those first two chapters yeah, are so strong. Yeah, that it, you That there is, like, oh, it's like, like you said, there's, like, honey, and the kids. We're trying to get back. And, and then it goes into this weird space odyssey. Like, mm-hmm. this weird thing, which I don't really make sense. And, oh, here we are trying to make sense of the game, but, which you won't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but... Yeah, yeah, and, and I think, and I, and, and I looked at the chapter list, and we are about three chapters away from finishing yeah. the game, and there's eight, uh, eight nine chapters in total. Uh, so, looking at some of the stuff, and not looking at the chapter we're going to play, but looking at kind of the way it's set up, it's like the first two chapters were super uh, action-packed. And then the three or four chapters were uh, very puzzle-heavy, right. and then, which is the last, the one we're at right now, which is the Gates of Time, mm-hmm. is the one we're doing right now. That one is a kind of a mixture of of, of no it's still actually pretty puzzle heavy. It is, it is but it's a
0: little bit of a hybrid though. It's yeah. not it's not
1: st- yeah. super
0: slow where we're just standing there looking around going okay what yeah. what do we need to find it, here.
1: And it, it just does like really cool things like where it's yeah. like man they've really thought about this cuz at a surface level you think about oh we got to get there and it's fine. Okay. But yeah. they really just went all out like and it isn't it, and it is a hodgepodge of ideas but it mm-hmm. all melts together yeah it really does well. it fits if it it's yeah. really
0: good i think it's going to be on a lot of people's top tens th- this year to yeah. be honest i it, it does a lot well if it's it's budget priced you you only have to have one friend buy the game to be able to right to do this so um you know so um i, I think it's a hard one to not play i mean if you if you have a friend and you got some money to burn and there's not a lot out right now well there kind of is a little bit now but if you don't have much to play i, I can't recommend this game enough i mean it's it, it is a it is a lot of fun. It is probably some of the most fun I've had um, yeah. playing online, period, but in, in a while.
1: But I would say there's a lot out, but there's nothing like this. And exactly. if you like playing with friends and you're not really a competitive shooter guy or person, uh, you can definitely get into this. I oh, mean, yeah. I will say this: the game, the game did talk about uh, it being one of those. Oh, it's a, it's a, a rom com and mm-hmm. play with significant others, and you know the dynamic of, of that where your significant others and play games. My wife played Super Mario Bros. three and Sonic once for 15 minutes. She's she's not going to be able to play this game, mm-hmm. and it's not any, and it's nothing against her, and she's a very smart person, obviously. It's just. The mechanics of video games. Give a first-person shooter to somebody who's never played a 1st uh, shooter, and they're gonna be shoot They're gonna be like, "All right, oh, so down be- is
0: <laughs> <and> up, up <laughs> is down." Yeah, and- we're gonna be getting to that later. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but, so yeah, it's not that accessible. Yeah. It's not that accessible. But but we we can't leave this topic without talking about the book of love.
1: Well, let, let let's go back one year to. Uh, our complaint, and we obviously we're podcasting then, but one of our complaints, or my complaints from uh, the Last of Us 2, was the Spanish guy representation, which is like this suave dude that gets all the ladies and has mm-hmm. a weird accent. Representation isn't great, and for whatever reason, this book has, um, this game has decided to have a character <laughs> yeah. called the Book of Love, who is voiced by a Hispanic. Just kidding, voiced by Jeff uh, by uh, uh, What's his name? Ferris? I said his name earlier. Joseph. Joseph yeah. Ferris,
0: who is not a Hispanic. Yep. Uh, and it's a... Uh, go ahead. What, yeah. what, is, what is this? Man, I don't want to speak on, on behalf of, of you know the, the, the Latin peoples, but man, this hey. is... I don't want to over-exaggerate. Hey, first of all, you grew, up, you grew up
1: with our with my family. I mean, the, damn center, near. Yeah. You know
0: more Latin that shit. Yeah, I was adopted in guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One, one of these is I'm going to talk about my church story. <laughs> Uh, going to a Spanish church for the first time. Oh, I got, the Manta story. Whoo. Oh, man, Malta is gross. Nope, um, delicious. Tastes like carbonated banana penny urine. It uh, tastes like delicious sweet banana heaven. All right. Oh, man, that just made me... Ugh, <laughs> made me almost want to let out some booty juice. Um, I will see if you killed your Martha. take. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but the, this Book of Love, man, he... he whether it's the, his gestures or when he talks, like he has like like Mexican music, and it's, like, the, and it's it's, the it's so over the top. It's I don't want to say blackface bad, but it's it's like it's it's ba- It's 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 a stereo.
1: It's a stereotype. So when you look at a Hispanic person in in in, in comedies too, right? Yeah. Like you look at old movies where uh, Mickey Rooney was a Japanese guy because that was funny. Like something oh like yeah. You yeah. got, Ugh. Hispanics are like these, uh, lo- like the, they, it's like almost a, a 1A to 2B, or, or 1A or 1B of an, a French person who's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're, they're suave, and it's all about love, yeah. and that's why he talks. He's like, I'm the book of love, and it's like, what, why? Yo. First of all,
0: why? Yeah. There, it, Second of all, most important, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, there's there's literally no need for the character. No. It's really not. I mean, and even if you say, okay, you need somebody to kind of direct the, like, the couple, I get that. But, like, it does not have to be this bad. No. Like, you don't need to have a Spanish person. Listen, are all relationship counselors, like, Spanish or something? Like, yeah. welcome to my counseling session. Like, You oh both my- are need to reconnect. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah. my god,
1: dude. It could so, have easily been a book that talks fine, but it could have been anything. It could yeah. have been, it didn't have to, it doesn't even make sense, because no. it's not like when she, the little girl did the spell, there was any kind of, uh, there nothing
0: about the book in the real world looked Latin I at don't, all. I, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't understand, maybe that,
0: I don't get I don't get it. I don't Yeah, get it. It, it's just, it's one of those things where it, it's so unfortunate that You know, it's such a—it's not hard. It's so not hard. And this game feels that it just feels like it went out of its way to be unnecessarily stereotypical.
1: And I'll tell you why. When he labels the game a rom com, you are—you're already saying that you think you're funny and you wrote a funny game. Oh yeah. So there's nothing, guys. I'll tell you right. There's nothing more funny than a than a than a Hispanic. Going, hello, ladies. Yeah, that is. <laughs> 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 yes. That's and that's what it is. It's that comedy yeah, effect. It's it, it's. Hey, I don't have any. I, I, I write comedy. I, there's no fart jokes here. Uh, <laughs> but we got a Latin guy here talking yeah. about love. It, it, it's, it's it's bad. bad. It, it's bad, and it, it's it, it's and it's kind of stupid. And even if I and I can't tell, and I'm not offended. Like it's not. I, I don't see it. I'm like, man, that's offensive. I'm not offended by that because you know why. Hispanics aren't like that. That doesn't exist. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a creation of the the Western world and mm-hmm. how they saw. That's fine. I don't care because it's not offensive. They're not being offensive. They're mm-hmm. trying to be funny. One, it's not funny. Two, it doesn't need to be there. But three, why?
0: <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I don't, I don't get it. But you know, you know what's just as bad. Oh uh, boy, this is yes. Ugh. We gotta talk about Outriders. I, I don't, wrote that I don't, shit off
1: my hard drive. That's what I did. I don't
0: want to even talk about Outriders. You want to just... No, no, no we should talk about Outriders. Because because everybody's playing this game. And, and, you know, look. The best way that I can describe Outriders is... It's is, it's benefiting from the moment. Yeah. In my opinion. There's not a lot to play. It's it's on Game Pass. Yes. A lot of people are able to access this game, which is why the servers were down for like a full day and a half or so.
1: It, it's fine.
0: It's fine. Um, you know, but but everything about this game, and I think another podcast I was listening to, I don't remember what it was, mentioned this too. Every part of it feels like Almost like an old three hundred and sixty PS three era game in a way, where it's 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 wearing its inspirations on its sleeve. So much, it looks much, like one too. Shit, <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah, it it looks like it, it's trying to play like Gears of War. It's trying to have like you know like the, the the games as a service system of Destiny, and it's trying to have like influences from Mass Effect, and it's trying to put all that together in, in this really weirdly spliced and, and really but it, in a generic in the most yeah. generic way possible. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's. You know, and I think Pablo will get into the, <laughs> how much he loves the story premise, but um, you know everything about the game from the minute you start playing, it just feels like a great value version of of uh, you know some games as a service thing uh, that that, that I, I don't, I just don't see the appeal for. And, and what's weird is is the way they've talked about the
1: game. They go, "This is not a game that is a, a game as service. This is a complete game." and and, and, you know, whatever you have to do to sell your game, to pitch your game, I get it. What I don't understand is Destruct, um, Destructoid gave it a 7 out of 10. And they said, they praised the game. And I'm reading it here. They praised the game for being a complete $60 game. What does that mean? You're literally... Talking marketing on your review—that's what they're saying. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, what's a sixty-dollar complete game? Just because there's a a a start and an end. Okay, then then you should then the base level for every review destructor it does should be a seven because exactly. most games are a complete game. Yeah, that makes like, no sense. I, I don't understand, and and it's a lot of excuses for a game, and it's and it's and you said it. They're riding that wave, but they're also riding the Xbox wave, and we'll talk about that later. But Xbox is on a huge upswing right now, right? And and the fact that this game is free or quote unquote free on Game Pass attached to the upswing that Xbox is having and the fact that I was never going to buy this game, but now I'm playing it, and right. it's not that bad, yeah. because you're not paying real money for it. And, I get it, but,
0: Spade to Spade, man, I mean, this is not a good game.
1: <laughs> this is not a good game. David, no. spade, David Spade, man, this is not a good game.
0: <laughs> Listen, I mean... Where do we start? I mean, let's start, let's start with the premise. I mean, you know, I think you told me uh, off-air, like, you, you don't really skip cutscenes. No. But no. but you you were kind of over yeah. it at a certain point.
1: So, the game starts, and, and it kind of drops you right into the planet, and it's mm-hmm. kind of giving you a little backstory. Earth is dead. You know, same old shit. It kind of reminded me a little bit of... It's uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. 100%. I was like, okay, I guess we're going with this. Fine. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe they'll do that better than they did. Nope. No, nah. they didn't. So... Immediately you're thrust into this kind of like a Tutorial find of whatever And then you go into the first mission To find this beacon And the wildest shit starts happening And I don't know what's happening And it is bad And it is not good And it is bad <laughs> Okay and So it's, it's
0: Sci-fi
1: It's sci-fi shit And then everybody's dying Getting uh, uh, disappeared uh, And then for whatever reason The shit hits you And it doesn't kill you And it Yeah you go with Super Saiyan I don't get and then the, the other guy just turns on you immediately shoots somebody in the face. Oh yeah, the cowboy yeah, guy I dies. Was like, he eats
0: it. Yeah. What is happening?
1: <laughs> and and then after that it's just nonsense, and I'm like, okay. And then you go into uh, uh, stasis and then you yeah. wake up and it's like how many years later and it's like the world is shit. I know that like I there's nothing about that and it I have to skip. I never this listen guys, I never skip I, <laughs> I never skip anything. I just watch it. I'm there. I'm gonna, I, and I had to, I skipped and I skipped so many times. Yeah. I, thank God for Xbox Series X and loading because I. Sam,
0: there's nothing worth watching about it at all. It's just so rice cake bland, dude. Like, it's just typical sci fi, it, it, and it's not even trying to be deep. It's just no. like, oh, th- we're just trying to get you to have a, a compelling reason to keep playing through this, and we're gonna do the bare minimum and think that it's impressive, and it's really not. Um, then you get to the gameplay aspect of it. Um, but do you have any more thoughts on the story part of it? Yeah, or, why? Oh, <laughs> yeah, besides why? Uh, and then why that gameplay though? Um, man, you know, it, it's trying to be Gears of War, uh, the cover shooter system, but with abilities. It's, yeah. it's basically trying to be a little bit of a Mass Effect ish thing, right? Right. Uh, but more on the Gears of War side of like mostly you know gun related with loot and stuff like that uh, to get more be- uh, to get better weapons and. The controls to me, and I'm, you know, Pablo is, you know, bust my balls for this, but it, I, I'm always very sensitive about controls. I mean, there's people like that. You're sensitive to like frame rates and stuff like that. I'm yeah. less, I'm
1: less sensitive. I'm yeah, and sensitive.
0: this one, man, I, I, it's one of those games where I, I just stayed in the menus all the time, trying to find the right mystery solution to the sensitivity because it was so it's it's too fast when you're trying to turn the camera to aim at somebody else and then when you crank it down a little bit then it becomes painfully slow and there was none of that like happy medium like tuning to make the game feel as responsive as games like Gears of War actually feel so Oh man. It's like when 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 I was trying to play the game I'm like I, I don't feel like I'm in good control. Aiming feels horrible uh, especially aiming down a scope, because the class I picked is is basically like almost like a sniper in a way. Technomancer. Uh, I think it is, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then the abilities were just really uninspiring. It's just here, here's a turret that freezes people, and oh, it's nice. like, oh, okay, the, this is cool. So new. Um, it, it just feels like one of those like Frankenstein games that was just like you know focus group type of, you know, how how What's does it sound f- if you play Gears of War with Mass Effect? And like oh, lo- I would
1: love that. The thing that that bothers me about it is the fact that it looks like Gears of War a little bit. It looks a little bit like Mass Effect. And then when you play it and the, the controls like this don't, No, this doesn't mm-hmm. feel like anything like that. And it's and it's and it's so <laughs> I think it's one of the worst. I think it's a horrible game. To be yeah. quite honest
0: with you, there's no, nothing about it that's interesting to me. It's gonna be so forgotten.
1: Yeah, and 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 and, and another thing, uh, the create character. What we're on this oh. kind of, when I talk about Hispanics, <laughs> and like, like first, there's like 75 permutations of a white guy. Oh yeah. There's three ways you can make a black dude, and there is like about six or seven you can make Hispanics, but they all end up looking like Richard Greco. Like <laughs> it's like it's all.
0: Yeah. You're they not
1: wrong. That's all they all end up looking like. And it's like, um, I uh, it, it, it's 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 just not good. It, it's no. it's it's one of those game it's one of those games where it's a, it's a flash in the pan, it's a moment in time, mm. and it is and it is being helped by other people like people from YouTube because their channel but and in, 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 in their experience with their fans is through cooperation that games like this and yep. and a lot of fans like to watch and play with them so I understand it's not their fault and I think they'll fall off as soon as something better comes yeah. along.
0: I mean they're going to make a sequel to this because of how successful it is and I could see it totally flapping a few years yeah. from now because this is just it's prisoner of the moment there's nothing to play sure. it's scarce times with new consoles and whatever uh, and people just want something fun to do.
1: And, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm a huge prop- uh, proponent of games getting a second chance with the sequel, and uh, even games I dislike, like um, Her- uh, uh, *Horizons of Dawn*. Like, I- I'm right. really excited for the sequel just because I want to see what they did. Like, did they hone in those skills? This game has no-, no saving grace for me. Like, there's nothing. I don't want it to be more like *Mass Effect* because they'll probably ruin that. I want that to be more like *Years of War* because they'll probably ruin that. Yeah. Uh, they don't know how to tell a story, no. and this is not even a. This is not even a tear. This isn't even a development team that is is bad at stories because uh, that bullet storm is dumb Duke Nukem level story right. but it's coherent.
0: Right. Yeah. You know?
1: It's coherent. I, yeah. It, it, yeah. I
0: don't know. I think the reality is that they're trying to find a game that they can um, kind of lean on because Marvel's Avengers didn't work. You know, I think that's kind of the gist of it to me, to me at least. Um, but yeah, uh, Outriders, I'm out. Outriders, and with that said, Outriders might still be better than Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man. This is I'm going to let you have the stage on this one because uh, I, I, you know, you're an Oddworld fan. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm.
1: Actually, I'll defer my time to you, and I'll say this about Oddworld. I, I I am indifferent about uh, this oh, okay. game. Okay. I think that I think that, um, I think that uh, my excitement for the game was more because it's back, less about nothing mm-hmm. about the game that I saw really excited me too much because it's a remake of Part Two, yep. And it looks like a remake of Part Two. However, <laughs> graphically, the fact that it is a PS5 game. Um, it just doesn't it's drab it's a drab looking game it has adds new mechanics it, you know it, 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 it plays like an odd world game you would think it, that it does but the issue that I'm having with it is that it's so similar mm-hmm. to what I've, I remember and also that game just doesn't that art style just doesn't do it for me anymore. No. And and ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not a game that I'm going to ever be going back to. Mm-hmm. I think I made my peace with the franchise. Yeah. Uh, please don't make another one. <laughs> uh, and i I, you, I, and, I th- and at the very minimum, I think every game, any game that comes out on a PS5, or any game that comes out, period, should have some type of PS5 or Xbox Series X uh, patch to it, I, I think. It's six yeah. months in. And it needs to be this game just it has one i guess but i just, i don't know where it's at i mean i don't know what it is i don't know what this game I, it almost feels like an early ps4 game and i'm being kind yeah,
0: yeah. well that's yeah that's and the that's thing. it. that's all Tape so over. this was this was this was fighting to be my booty juice this was <laughs> this was like let me get in this toilet um listen anytime a dormant or dead franchise comes back the question that a studio has to ask themselves is what are we trying to achieve by bringing this franchise back? Yeah. And when I played this game, I did not come away with uh, uh, any type of answer to that question whatsoever. <laughs> other than, we're back. Uh, you yeah. know. And, and here's the reality of it. Oddworld's been around since 1997, um, and and you know when it first came out back in the day, it had its it had its following. Uh, it was. For its time, it was a special experience. But the reality of the situation is that its its heyday has come and passed a long time ago. Yep. Um, but you know, it, it still has that that cult following that that you know that loves the series, that loves that world, loves the quirkiness of it, and that's great and that's cute and that's whatever. But looking through, you know, the the history of this series, especially in the last twenty years, there just isn't a lot going on with this game I think the game really the series rather really peaked at at best I think Stranger's Wrath that came out in 2005 I mean we're talking about a 16 year old game which was probably the last time I think we could say that you know the series felt like it was on some sort of course
1: well the thing about that series is that it changed it kind of did Different things yeah. with Wrath. It wasn't the same as uh, as Abe's uh, game. It was different. And yeah. the thing is, if you're gonna bring this game back, and you want to remake it, fine. But you have to, you have to take. And this is gonna be a, a a thing that we say forever. You have to take the Final Fantasy VII remake approach, where it's a reimagining of something that you love, but made for the twenty first century. 2020, 2020, when it comes out. Exactly. You can't be like, they love this game. Just give it to them again with a little bit of graphics. I'm like, yeah, no, because that game does, that game is, that game, is a game of its time. It is like, Period. Say, uh, like, like uh, Sands of Time, uh, like Prince of Persia yeah. type. Like, oh, it's a it's a bigger the original Prince of Persia. Right, right It's right. a big, it's a better version of that. And mm-hmm. the old games were limited by steps. Like you couldn't, you had to take like ten steps to make the jump because of just the way that the framework then Yeah. That that added to it. now it's free flowing because it's the twenty first century. It's twenty yeah. twenty. It's twenty twenty one. It does it.
0: Work. It yeah, just, it, it's just bland. It feels like all they really did. Like, it feels like like their idea was let's let's bring back Oddworld for the people that that love Oddworld and miss Oddworld, and let's we could also expose Oddworld to a whole new audience. You know, and and that's that sounds really cute on paper, but the reality is is that you have to make a game that people want to play. And when they, it, you know all the time that they they'd shown the game in all the you know the PlayStation um, events and stuff, it just looked like a two D side-scrolling, yeah. game with weird-looking, I mean, putting yourself in the shoes of somebody that doesn't know what Roll yeah. is, nothing about it stood out or seemed that interesting. And then you actually get to play the game because they put it on PS Plus, and that's not a coincidence because probably 14 people pre-ordered it. Um, right. You were know, So it, it comes out for free, everybody gets a chance to play it, and people still aren't talking about the game. I think
1: I would have been tied if I bought it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I would upset. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and and that's the thing. It's like you, you brought this series back after the the last game they put out was the remake of the first game, which was in two thousand fourteen. So it's been seven which years, to and it wasn't special either. Yeah, uh, you bring it back again, and for what? To 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 be, and not only is it archaic, mm-hmm. but it had a lot of bugs, a lot of issues. Like I, I is Jerky controls, clumsy. Like now I. I'm wondering
1: here if this isn't something kind of like, because uh, I'm not sure how uh, direct this might be in terms of like, uh, um, in terms of of with Sony, like how much is is it a time exclusive? Is it an exclusive? I, cause I don't think they're I think cl- it's exclusive. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a time exclusive at best, but they're not. They haven't been clear on that. But I wonder if this is Sony, kind of, needing content and giving them the green light. Why don't you make one of those games that you always make? Yes. You know? Uh, and, and, yeah. Because it, it kind of just, it just, it just reeks of first, like, couple of months video game for yeah, Exactly. You
0: know? it, it, it's unremarkable. Yeah. It's already pretty much free. I think that the, I think really
1: what this game is missing, and I'm being serious about this, is the book I
0: love! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, here's the thing. And, and this is what I would say, I guess, to, to the, if the industry was listening to us, this is what I would say to, to it. Um, not every great or memorable franchise deserves a comeback. Some, some are products of their time. Listen, there's always somebody on Reddit or a message board talking about, uh, you know, some old franchise that people bring back. Conker's Fur Day. Uh, well, we need another Viva Pinata. No, we don't. We don't need. We don't. We don't. I'm sorry, we don't. We don't need. And it. and Oddworld, unfortunately to me, fits fits perfectly into that category of let it be what it was. Leave it over there in the past. It doesn't have a place here.
1: I think I think when you look at those games,
0: there are most games that
1: no longer are, or more franchises that are no longer. Uh, here with us, it's because they're not viable right. in this uh, anymore. Now there are a few exep- exceptions where studios might shut down and and that IP might get lost in time. Like I would say a game that I I'm very passionate about about having it come back that um that isn't you know it's not Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, but you know people of that elk, it would be uh um Soul Reaver
0: Legacy uh, of Cain, Soul Reaver yeah yeah, yeah, yeah Legacy yeah. of
1: Cain, because I I feel like uh. It could work. You could and that. And kind of that kind of game... That game was really good. And then a sequel yeah. was good. And then it kind of just like... Pff, disappeared. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to it. I, and I think that, that game's been trying to come back for a while. But for whatever reason, maybe... If you... I think the thing is, if you don't sell... If you didn't sell well on PlayStation 2, you was done. Boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. done forever. You know? Yeah.
0: But anyway... So, um, yeah, so I, I can't recommend it, it, it at, at all. It, it, I know it's free. You guys can try it if you want to. It's trying to tell a story. It's it's got some long ass cutscenes in oh, there, got by some the way. Long ass. But cut um, I will skip those too. Shit. But I, I think it's time for Oddworld to to go ahead and and, and, and leave and, this one. Go, go go lay down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leave this one. Um, so the last one that that's on my loadout, um, you know, other than those four games, that I'll talk about really really quickly, is Fallout Four. Um, I've been going back and playing that again since I've had my Series X and uh, enjoying it all in all of its uh, FPS boost glory. And I'm having an awesome time with the game um, all over again. Um, there's a lot of things about that game that I just forgot how how good they were. Um, and, and, and another thing that I really was appreciative of this time around was, was the mods, too. Um, you know, in the PS4, Xbox One era, um, Bethesda was always... Uh, able to allow for more mods to be on the uh, xbox service rather than playstation service because of sony's ridiculous uh terms and conditions and stuff um but man i went down uh a hell of a rabbit hole by accident man and i turned uh yeah, you search for
1: this specific one Don't even lie.
0: i well here's here's what happened so i'm going through the mods i'm looking i, I add like the, the uh like uh a mod that kind of fixes a lot of the bugs in the game. It's like an unofficial patch. I'd download that. Uh, updated graphics and textures. Cool. Got that. Uh, better blood splatter effects. Stuff like that. Just visual cosmetic stuff. And I'm like scrolling through seeing what else is like in like the, the most popular stuff. And of course, here come the body mods, right? <laughs> so it starts with like um, with like updated clothing. And I'm like, oh, that, that could, could be interesting because I realized like a lot of women in the game like just – Kind of look like they're wearing guys' clothes because yeah, yeah, it's post-apocalyptic. So like yeah. this mod was like describing it as, um, okay, this this makes like regular clothes in the game kind of look more like they would fit a woman. And I'm okay. like, cool, okay. But it says you have to have this mod called something, something, something curvy. And I'm like, okay, I'll just go find that and download that too. So I go and get it. It's like a it's like a, it's like a body shaper mod for like women to make them like like thoughts basically. <laughs> So I'm like, let's do this. So uh, I download that. I download the clothes mod. I go back into the game, and I'm I'm talking to this um, shop owner. She's like, she's ten minutes older than dirt. And uh, <laughs> I load in, and she has like a flannel shirt with like that's cut out, like all you. It's like from bottom boob down, just just nothing but belly. Her her waist is, it, it's it's like so child sh- hit. She got she, she's Shakira uh, <laughs> at the age of eighty. Shakira's mama. Uh, Shamama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible joke, but uh, I, and then I went to like the uh, Diamond City and everybody is thought out hey, out here I'm like what did I do so
1: it was like Miami like a couple of
0: weeks ago yeah so I got some lotion and I got <laughs> some t- <laughs> I got that box of tissues uh, and I went to business uh, no nah, I'm just kidding but uh, no I I, I I just wanted to shout out Fallout 4 uh, and, and just say that that game was better than people gave it credit for especially with um, the body mommies oh yeah oh yeah uh, I had to uninstall the mod because it was getting ridiculous after a while with some of the characters that were trying to be like super serious and their they're ass cheeks are just out here in the streets um, so yeah but but great game uh, loved going back to it um, and the rest of the loadouts I'll, I'll, I'll give to you man yeah I'm also playing Fallout 4
1: um, and I just got out of the vault and I'm looking forward to playing more of that so I'll yeah. probably have more of that next week uh, so uh, the next two uh, things uh, on my on my loadout have to do with the fact that I am have to do with the fact that Xbox got no games no no <laughs> So, as uh, Marco alluded to early on, I finally got my Xbox Series X, thanks to Marco himself. Uh, and it, uh, I'll talk about that here in a few. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of want to play some games on it, obviously. So, I downloaded all the Bethesda stuff. And I downloaded the Medium, because that's the only Xbox Series X exclusive game that's on there. And then I also downloaded, uh, very recently, Tetris Effect uh, Connected. Um, the reason I did that is uh, because Xbox got no games uh, no no it's a game that people talked about very positively and I had a kind of shitty week so I was like alright I don't really do Zen games Marco's really big on that and so I, I think yeah
0: man I
1: think it's, it's no, I mean, Zen Games in the way of, of, like, finding a game to kind of cool, like... Yeah, yeah, like cool, like, the chill-out, yeah. The chill-out game. I don't really have that. Um, I've never had it before. Like, I just kind of wanted to have a good time with the game, whatever. But I, 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 I get it. I get it, man. So oh, yeah. uh, Tetris uh, Effect is, is a game that came out on PS4 uh, a couple of years ago, and it came out on Xbox. The connected and it's kind of has this multiplayer angle, but also has a single-player version of it, which that's what I'm playing right now. And it's Tetris. I mean, mm-hmm. through and through, it's Tetris. But... It's 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 musical, and it every level starts off with no music, and it's like very, it's very like um, muted tones, and and, and the in the actual Tetris blocks don't make any kind of like classic Tetris uh, sounds, but they
0: make. That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. What you say? I was I was gonna I was gonna do like a very zenful remix of like the the, the Tetris song. Oh, no! But no, it, it
1: has like just original uh music, but every every sound is 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 a note or something like a uh, like a sound that's part of a song that you haven't heard yet. Uh-huh. Right. So it comes on and, and it does it, and as you build and 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 you destroy the lines and you and you do some lines, uh, <laughs> the game starts to um, music starts to come up, and it's very peaceful music. Is that music? Mm-hmm. But by the time you're like twenty lines in, it's like this whole song is happening, and it's like it's based on the continuation of the song is based on your success with Tetris. So every time you hit those lines, the song gets bigger to it reaches its, its its end, and then. If you, uh, once you finish that level, that song actually translates really well into the next level, and then it starts over again. Well, it doesn't start from the bottom, it starts, Mm -hmm. it keeps you where you are in your block level, and then from there it keeps, and it is, dude, it is, it is absolutely amazing. Like, well,
0: that was a critically acclaimed game when it came out first. And I'm like,
1: shut up, it's centrist, relax your brain. Like, let's not overthink yeah. this this is Tetris you guys are ridiculous and no I, I was I'm ridiculous yeah we all know this but yes. um, it's like okay I understand what this game is yes it's Tetris but it I, I, I zoned out yesterday and I, and I like drooling I you probably said you put
0: in work on that too right
1: yeah yeah I, I, I started like at 11 I, it was almost like what 12.30 it was late and I'm like just zen into it like
0: mm-hmm.
1: and my wife uh uh is, 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 f- falls asleep on the couch. She gets mm-hmm. up to go to bed, looks at me, and she's giving me a look at my <laughs> You know, wiping this, wiping the drool out of my mouth. Uh, dude, it is a game that I downloaded simply to be like, haha, fuck you, it's Tetris. I'm not playing this shit. Yeah. I was right. And now oh, i got to eat some crow this
0: i nom nom nom
1: I think I, I think Marco I definitely recommend this
0: for you I think you're I'm really, gonna try it I will try it
1: I I predict that you're gonna be like dude you're right this game is dope alright I'm gonna download yeah. it
0: tonight and I'll report back
1: yeah and then and the next game uh, that I'll talk to you guys about is the Shmedium mm. which is or as people know it uh, by its government name the medium <laughs> uh, Blooper Games made this game they made a the game uh, the Blair Witch game from last year or the year before uh, yes. which was Straight Ass and oh. Um, and, and this game is like, where, where was this, first of all, where was this blooper development team? Because they don't even seem like, they probably aren't, but they like don't even look like the same team that, that made it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. first off, this game, and I'll hit you with the positive first. Atmospheric as fuck. Oh, this yeah. game comes in, you're like, yo, there is something heavy looming over this. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with a funeral, or, or, mm-hmm. or starts you yeah. off with a
0: funeral, which yeah. is
1: classic, but it's still... Trying to tell like a really like sad and, and somber story. Got some like Silent kinda, Hill
0: vibes too. A yeah, bit.
1: and that's where the game has this these the Silent Hill vibes and these kind of Resident Evil puzzle type things. Mm-hmm. Uh very game is very cinematic. Just think about when you're playing Grand Theft Auto and you hit the cinematic uh, camera. Uh, that's kind of yeah. this game. All you can't control it. You walk into a room and it's like overhead. It's however the. It's almost like somebody's directing the movie, it's where...
0: Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much it so. It also reminds me of Eternal Darkness, too, with the way that the oh, camera yes, kind of yes. follows you and, and kind of goes where it, it, it's the best view of the, right, the room. Right, yeah, right.
1: Yeah. But, this, yeah, it feels like that, too. And, and, that's, and that's kind of like... We're talking about games that are amalgamation of things with Outriders. Yep. Medium is like that with all those kind of horror games. Like, yeah, Eternal Darkness, you're absolutely right. Uh, Resident Evil a little bit, a lot of Silent Hill in that shit. Oh, yeah. You got the same uh,
0: mu- uh, pr- music producer, the yeah, voice actor yeah. in the, of, the, of the main protagonist is, like, from Silent Hill to Right, yeah. So crazy. it has
1: all that stuff on there, and oh, yeah. I, I will say that this game is interesting. This game does really the cool stuff with it. Splits the screen, and you're in the whatever world, the dead world, and you're the, and then you, you can do right. things in th- this dead world that's gonna affect things in the real world. And it doesn't overstay his welcome because when that shit popped up, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play ten hours of this shit, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's not that. it, it it's very it, it's used sparingly at least so far. Um, <laughs>
0: It did make me kind of go, like, oh no, I'm gonna have like a lazy eye after this. I'm gonna look like Biggie Smiles. That was so a was terrible like, Biggie Smiles impression.
1: Oh. oh, so I'm playing this and I'm like, all right, it's, it's interesting. The, the issue that I find myself is like, I was looking kind of like, all right, so. I'm Play Call of Duty next, all right? But uh, let me just get through this, and yeah. I'm like, the the door needs a handle. Yeah,
0: and I'm like, right, I gotta find this
1: handle. And I'm yeah. like, I gotta play Call of Duty. I it just it just never it never keeps me, and I and I look at the game, I'm like, oh, the medium, and I just go to it because a uh, quick resume. Oh, um, that boy loves that quick resume. Oh man, I just do it for fun. I turn it on, and be like, ah, oh, that's good. <laughs> that's like my video game. Quick resume. Uh, but um, yeah, uh,
0: it's, it, it it it's very mundane. And I will say. It,
1: ultimately, I think that this is a huge step forward for Blooper Games.
0: Yeah, for them, and yes. It's fucking great for them. But the the regular measuring stick for games. Yeah, is, and a I'll little... say this:
1: the, the the old tried true Pablo uh, kind of way of thinking. I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think
1: that the sequel could be
0: really, really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I would be down for it for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: But ultimately, um, the Medium is definitely a game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I and I. <laughs> I'll say this, not because it's, I compare it to, but it's the uh, Soul... Uh, the game, Murdered Soul Suspect? Murdered Soul Suspect, where it's like, oh. I play it because I got an Xbox One. Yeah. And there's, no, and there's games, but these are <laughs> the kind of games that... And this is that. It's except, very true. Except yeah. it's, it's it's the quality of this game. I do think that this game is a game that maybe later down uh, the road, people will rediscover it and be like, oh, this is not terrible, because it's not yeah. terrible. It's not even mediocre, it's a little mm-hmm. better than that, but it, for me, it's just. And I'll say this much, and I'm and I'm shocked that Marco has not played more because I am not a Silent Hills person at all. I uh, I don't really play those kinds of games. I, not because I don't. You like got him.
0: bad taste in well, games. Well, no, 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 not because I don't baby. like him. No, not
1: because <laughs> I don't like him. It's because of the simple fact that I. Didn't play those
0: games no, growing yeah. up,
1: and then the other ones like Downpour, mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't like those.
0: Well, games. Those, well yeah, those, yeah, those are were bad.
1: Were, yeah, those were very good. So it's like those. That's kind of my my introduction to uh, to Silent Hills with those Silent yeah. Hills games, and um, you know, uh, definitely if they make another Silent Hill, I'm, it's as good as the first, or you know, it's what people the fans want. I'll yeah, yeah. For that. But for sure. the medium is, is is not Silent Hills one in any shape or form. Mm-hmm. It's not that good, but it is it is interesting, and and I'm really, I'm glad it exists, um...
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's quite for you per se, but yeah. I am gonna go back to it. I just I think I've been still in the honeymoon phase of, of having my Xbox, so I've just been wanting to try everything. And obviously we've been playing It Takes Two and all that stuff and, and working out our, our our relationship differences and all that stuff. But you know, I, I'm I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna come back to it for sure. I, I it is up my alley. Um and uh I, I will let you guys know if it's a trash or treasure. But uh oh. You know what I'm saying? Is that a new
1: thing we doing? Like, you know? yeah, no, 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 false out. Treasure, Um, treasure. And then what we mean by
0: that is, is this game trash or is this Marco's Neighbor's Treasure? Maybe that'll be our review segment one of these days. We'll see. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, that was our loadouts. Um, So I I, want to go ahead and jump into our booty juice. Uh, You know, booty juice, baby, baby. I I had to, like, redeem myself. I'm sorry. That's still bad. Uh, Anyway, so uh, uh, we got some booty juice to talk through. And uh, I'll I'll go ahead and go first. I think – my booty juice is, is going to have to go out to Nintendo uh, for the quote-unquote death of Mario. Mm. Um, man, so, you know, to, to catch everyone up the, you know on, on kind of the, the whole storyline that happened, um, you know, Nintendo announces Super Mario 3D All-Stars and decides that this is going to be a limited-run game, both when it comes to physical copies... And even digital copies, which was fucking ridiculous in and of itself. And a lot of people, uh, when it was first announced, had a major problem with it. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I think that what ended up happening was uh, at least maybe for me, maybe I was just being delusional. But but one of the things that I was really really hoping was that Nintendo would course correct before the the March thirty first death of of this game, and of course the death of Mario, which took off and became this thing on Twitter and most of the internet um, in, in this really you know like silly slapstick kind of way but they ended up kind of following through with this and, and for that you know even though it's technically an old story uh, the fact that they actually let this game go off the market um, on March 31st is is absolutely ridiculous to me in so many ways. you know what's hilarious or crazy not hilarious because
1: this,
0: <laughs> this shit ain't funny. The game apparently you can still get it
1: in retail stores, but not in Japan. They pulled them from retail stores. Like Nintendo's literally eating costs oh. on retail. Why? I, I, I think and, and let me let me play kind of devil's advocate here, and I know you're middle aged people. Let me kind of play yeah. devil's advocate. They released uh the 35th anniversary Mario game, which was the All Star game, which was the 3D Mario's, hmm. uh, and it didn't release uh, 3D World right. That that came out this year. Um. Those games had nothing done to them. I, I think not Mario, uh, Mario 64, I think, had like a 1080p or some kind of yeah. 720 support. That's about it. I think they knew these games were trash, or at least not their top kind of offering, enough to where they felt that they needed to create some sort of narrative around these games. For that whole FOMO, fear of missing out, Mm -hmm. by saying, "Hey, on the thirty-first, these games are going out of rotation." I know people who are huge Nintendo fans who were like, "Dude, should I just buy it and just kind of cause they? I'm not buying this game." They were literally it worked. Mm -hmm. Disney did this for years with their movies, where they put them in the vault, right? Where there are these films that you couldn't buy anymore because they were in the vault, and then once they came out of the vault. People were nuts buying them. Like I know mm-hmm. I know that I, I was it was it I forgot what I think it might have been Little Mermaid or it might oh, no no I'm lying. It was Bambi. When Bambi came out of the vault my mom went crazy looking for it because she really? wanted, she wanted us to see it because she saw it when she was a kid. Huh. So any so that's what's happening here. And I think that Nintendo, and it's not, and this isn't, and, and when I say they advocate, I'm just trying to tell you why I think they did it. Nintendo has this thing that's called do less, make more. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Do the least amount of effort on anything. And make a shit ton of money. They're yeah. doing it with Zelda this year. Except yep. this year should be different because they're gonna actually release uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, just, <laughs> he likes to make the jokes. No, nah, no, but it, it's it's Nintendo's um, fault. Yeah,
0: that's, that's what they did. Well, but but you know, and, and thank you for being Devil's advocate because I'm I'm a give him this Jesus. That's uh, right. Because here's the thing, you know, the the reality is is they've never been bashful about lousy ports. Uh, they're just not. They never have been. I've never been bashful about charging full price for them either so it's it's not in nintendo's nature to to give a shit regardless um they know when they put mario on the cover of a game it's gonna be sold no matter what and that's that's what speaks to kind of what you were touching on as far as like what the point of this actually was we can talk about fomo all we want but who really benefited from this move nintendo's taking a game that was selling fine off of the shelves, literally, and and in, in the dig- in digitally, um, and so they're not able to make more money off of this game. Fans who are you know maybe late to getting on the Switch bandwagon that can't get to the game now because it's never going to be available again unless they want to spend. I looked at what what it was you know being. Um, Costed that on, on eBay, yeah, and it's everything from like two hundred bucks to there was one guy I was selling for thirty six thousand dollars. Nice, you know, for 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 the uh, obviously the, the hard copy. Sorry, of the I'll game. take it down. I'll, I'll bring it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just just you know, just I, go ahead and you know, just sell I think, me a car.
1: I think that they think that whatever cost they're eating now, that they're gonna make it up later when they re-release the game again. Well, here's the th- yeah, and that's and that's it. it, it Which I've, is not good, not fun.
0: I've, I've called it the Terrible. McRib of Nintendo because. <laughs> Wait, wait a second! Not, not <laughs> the maybe tame. Kill you off until of Dan damn ribs, man. Those, are, those are the shit. Um, but, but I feel like I'm eating a carcass. When eat. <laughs> it, all it is is ground up lips and assholes, uh, but it is delish. Um, but here's the thing: like it, it really didn't benefit anyone. Nintendo can't make money off of it anymore, and now fans are, are just you know out here scalping and price gouging, and and it's it's not gonna matter to to you know. Anyone in the end, it, it's just kind of a thing that happened. You imagine um, buying
1: by that game for thirty-six thousand dollars, and in November it comes out for twenty dollars.
0: <laughs> Yo, and I wouldn't even be surprised. Um, but you know, the real issue and the reason, uh, one of the reasons why this is so booty juicy, is mm. is is really more on the fan side, yeah. to be honest. And and you know, I, I have a great sense of humor. I I, I like the laughter. Um, you know. It, but at the same time, like this whole death of Mario, uh, you know, funny way of you know, oh he's gonna die on March thirty first. is gonna be his funeral, and and just seeing you know these Nintendo fans like making light of a very stupid and an anti-consumer situation um, to me is is really just ridiculous. You know, this this in in many ways is one of the biggest reasons why I have more of a frustration. Uh, with with Nintendo fans than Nintendo themselves because they're just not vocal enough. You know, there was a little bit of a you know a, a shitstorm initially when this whole um, limited run thing was first announced, but then it just kind of came and went because you know uh, it. Everyone is so forgiving of Nintendo at times and very ap- ap- apologetic uh, on their behalf. And in a situation where where, where they're, they're literally taking uh, games from most iconic franchise ever and just making them unavailable again and and to do that with with shitty ports that are basically stolen from from um, emulated ROMs that, that that you know fans made and basically said we'll take that make you take it offline and we're gonna put that package it into a game and sell it ourselves. They're basically fucking you both ways because they release a shitty port and it's yeah.
1: like oh well it's the game that I like and then they take it away and it's like yeah. fucking, it's like they don't it's they don't give a shit because and, yeah, fans don't give a shit at
0: all and, and and you know when when we could be arguing for why don't we have a virtual console for GameCube right now why don't we have them you know round out like more backwards compatible um, you know solutions to to their legacy uh, games. Instead we've we've allowed them by voting with our wallets to to be able to do shit like this and, and basically condone it by by trying to you know take the bait and buying the games anyway. So I really encourage Nintendo fans like you've gotta start figuring out your bottom line because Nintendo is going to keep doing what Nintendo wants as long as you guys keep coming to buy the games. Um, it's a very simple equation for them. If you're going to buy it, they're going to sell it and they're not going to put a lot of effort into something that you're going to still spend $60 to, to, to pay for anyway. So you you really need to figure out your bottom line and where you draw the line in the sand because. I don't see Sony and Microsoft having nearly as much problems with this as, as Nintendo fans are with Nintendo. People are usually more vocal, uh, you know, albeit not as much as they should be with other platforms, but not like, it, not like it needs to be with Nintendo. If you want them to stop being stubborn and stop, you know, this, this McRib uh, idea from, from becoming even worse, if you want to, listen, it, you wouldn't like it if they did this to Smash Brothers. You wouldn't like this if they did it to Zelda. You wouldn't like this if they did it to you know other games that you have loved and been dying to play on new hardware. So just because it's it's three shitty Mario ports today doesn't mean that it's going to be that harmless to you tomorrow. And so a fire
1: emblem game, yeah.
0: yeah. So like you just you you're really going to need as fans to really start thinking about how you want to vote with your wallet moving forward with nintendo because i understand they don't always have a lot coming out so when you get something it's something better than nothing and i understand that and i want you to feel like you're validating your purchase by having your switch but at the same time you have to figure out where your boundaries are with these guys or else they're just going to keep doing more of this in the future and it's not going to be funny anymore it's cool to make it trending on Twitter, you know, rest in peace Mario and all that stuff today, but again, one one day, Sunday, when this is something that you really do want to get and you miss the boat, you're not going to be very happy about it. So um, it, it's on you guys as fans to, to, to get your shit together uh, so that Nintendo can hopefully get theirs together. So yeah. that's my booty juice.
1: Well, uh, all well said, and I agree with everything you said, because I mean, it's, 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 it is getting ridiculous. But again... We're, we're not a fanboy. We're not Xbox fans <laughs> here, but my booty juice has to do with Sony. Look, when the PlayStation 3 came out, uh, it, they were coming off the backs of the PlayStation 2, which is the best-selling console of all time, right? PlayStation 3 comes out, and the messaging is, get a second job, you broke bitch, so you can buy a <laughs> console. That's literally what they said. Not literally, but that's what they said. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Xbox was a new company. Xbox had no business being in the video game. Uh... uh world, and they had to make something of it. And so when Xbox 360 comes out, they had all these versions of consoles in terms of pricing, they try to do everything they can with games and Xbox Live Arcade, they really tried to really make you want to play games on Xbox 360. All PlayStation 3 did was, hey remember PlayStation 2, that shit was awesome? Boom. Three. (laughs) Yeah. And look, at the end of the cycle, PlayStation 3 ended up selling more total units world, out the world, yeah. than Xbox 360. Sony is video games, period. PlayStation is synonymous with video games. That's just the way it is. Now, PlayStation 4 comes out. They they do... They pretty much make everything right. They right all the wrongs of the PlayStation 3 and make it about games, and they fuck up Xbox. They do, because they, oh, Xbox yeah. was like, we're the fucking... We're in this now. Now we're we're making the terms. No, man. You don't make the terms. Mm -hmm. The gamers, the customers, the uh, consumers, we make the the terms. Sony, once again, PlayStation 5 is coming out, and they're doing the same thing in a different way. Mm -hmm. The the problem here is conversation and the way that they're expressing that. Sony is a Japanese company, Japanese companies like this are usually pretty cold, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I really do think that Sony thought that they put the killing blow on on Xbox. I I think that they think that Xbox Game Pass was not going to amount to anything. And and the issue that is always going to come arise from that is that when Sony as a company decides that they've won they always come out and they ruin whatever they've built. Yeah,
0: the asshole switch gets flipped, and then it's it's downhill from there.
1: It's 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 actually surprising because the dispariting the disparaging kind of like PlayStation fans versus Xbox fans. PlayStation could do no wrong, like kind of like Nintendo fans, except not in, not right now. The conversation has flipped in such a way that PlayStation is literally. Against the ropes, not maybe not for the life of the uh, of the console, or or, or not for the second. When the first, like when Ration Clank comes out, that's probably all going to go away. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. However, are they? Is it going to go away, or, is, or are they going to ride that wave a little bit until the next lull, and then they're going to be th- these people again? My whole thing, and the reason they're my booty juice, is the, the simple fact that Sony just doesn't know how to shape their narrative. They that, they, they fired Sean okay. Sean Layden will go up on stage and tell you how much he likes an indie game. Whether he liked it or not, it didn't it fucking matter. Yeah, but he felt
0: like a human being
1: right. talking to people. Right, so when a game comes out it's a, and it's an indie game that nobody really wants to play, but, you know, Sean Layden talked about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives this kind of lord, like you said, that they care, that they give a shit. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case anymore. Now it's... um, it, Now it's basically, I want to make money Mm -hmm. how do we and how do we do that how about we take uh i don't know the last of us and remake that like what like because that game is the show's coming out soon that you know they're they're Mm -hmm. they're they're kind of they're doing the nintendo thing do less make more yeah reports started coming out from from the woodwork that a lot of these smaller playstation companies and this is and this is a a, a, now this is becoming an issue with within the company are trying to be folded in or using as support for bigger companies. Sony has a a, a want to focus on blockbuster games. Yep. And with that, we're losing a lot of the stuff that made uh, Sony great. Like a lot of indie mm-hmm. companies. Like uh, as a matter of fact, uh, what's that game that's coming out? Returnal? Returnal. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that game has been done for a while, but I don't know with this new Sony that game would ever be made. Probably not. Yeah, and it's just one of those weird things where they don't learn their lesson because I always said I don't know maybe PlayStation Five comes out and Xbox and then Sony's like ah we won we're gonna do it. and that's exactly what they're doing.
0: It's- yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's it's a situation where and I think you hit the nail on the head when it comes to communication. Communication right now is is the probably the worst aspect of Sony right now because they they just. It's not even that they don't know how to talk to people; it's that they're not talking to That's people. Right, yeah. uh, you know, to, to do what they did when we talked about in the last episode the, the the booty juice about you know the, the closure of the Vita store, the PS3 store, which at that point, as as we were recording, was still a rumor. Yeah, it gets confirmed in the most sterile way possible. It leaves it still leaves a lot of uh, questions, um, more questions than answers. It doesn't specify like how long people can still re-download their games, right. even though they're already purchased. It, they don't say shit about shit there's no okay we, we're closing this down to do this instead it's very hands-off there's literally games that are lost forever yeah. and, and and it's it, it's stuff like that it's these um, I don't I can't remember what they, what they call them state of plays yeah the state of plays are glorified marketing it's, it's like glorified commercials yeah. at this point you can tell they by the, based on what they're actually showing um, and, and that was evident right uh, in the in the state of play that it unveiled the PlayStation 5 where they started off with, with GTA 5 like yeah yeah you got paid to do that. Yeah, like you, yeah, that's yeah. not what you wanted to come out of the game. Absolutely not. And ever since then, it's been just like glorified marketing schemes. Um, you know, very little communication, and they don't have that personality. Like, um, uh, oh, no, no, I'm blanking out. The guy you just said got got fired. Um, instead of Jim Ryan, oh, uh, oh Sean Laiden. Sean Laiden. There you go. Um, he's gone but the butler guy got, was gone that yeah, did, like yeah, the yeah. funny stuff he's not even there um, to, to give this 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 company character again they've never felt more like a like a like a cold business than they do right now and again I think
1: it's because they really thought they had
0: this victory in hand yeah and maybe they do they might and maybe they do but I don't and know I think I think and we'll get into it in a little bit they better they better be a little worried I I just I, it's, it's it's kind of baffling because it's, you know, the
1: J- J- Japan studio, they closed Japan studio down. Uh, they, they refocused it on the studio that's making, that made uh, the little robot game. Astro. Astro. Uh, you know, the, the, the secret or, or the small Santa Monica studio that was supposed to be making a, a new Uncharted game was never even making an Uncharted mm-hmm. game because Jim Ryan said it would be too expensive. He said it would be way too much because now we're rebuilding an entire game so with the actual Last of Us Remaster, they're they're they, they already had the bones, the structure of that game, and they had the engine that, yeah. Yeah, that made uh, Last of Us 2. So it, it, it's it's such it's such a business move, and it's so they're, they're very transparent, and they are they, not trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for many years, all these companies there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. I maybe mean, because they can't, maybe because of Twitter and all that. You know, these things are, are 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 out in public. But you know, it's 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 baffling to me. That they seemingly are packing it up and going home, mm-hmm. and are just going to focus on, hey, uh, God of War two, and 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 these games are going to be great, but they're not, they're not going to come out every year, right? So, essentially, maybe, probably, there's going to be a situation these long lulls in video game new video games and that's exactly the complaint that Xbox uh got because it didn't even, have...
0: even Nintendo for a time. Yeah, even
1: for Nintendo for a time. And then the whole m- colossal miss fucking like calculation of Game Pass that that Sony had like I know oh, they're trying now with God. PS with yeah. uh with PlayStation Plus. I know they're trying, but
0: yeah, we'll cover some of that in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we're about to
1: cover that. Th- this this is this is literally game
0: changing. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: This is this is taking video games in a whole different uh level, section and I know there I know people who are, are 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 Sony people and they've told me well Sony's taking a different strategy than Xbox what not make games and fucking be a cohort like I don't want exactly, this yeah. is not a strategy yeah,
0: it's not At it's, this it's point, a role reversal almost
1: yeah all, all you're doing is saying all right Xbox is not a problem anymore Nintendo's really not competing with us in that way anyway we are in this we don't have to do anything else we mm-hmm. don't have we PlayStation 5 and, and and I'll say this again and and, and I, you guys will probably peg me as a PlayStation hater. I, I I I I now that I have an Xbox Series X the PlayStation 5 is a lot more problematic for me mm-hmm. in terms of the UI. It's a it's a great console. I'm playing I I I yeah. I I'm actually still playing more of my PS5 cuz I have more games on there. But right, right, right. um but I'm talking about and, and I hate to pit them against each other, but when you look at those two... I mean, Xbox put time into that. Put money into mm-hmm. it. PlayStation put... Uh some flaps I'm not just talking about design cause I hate the design <laughs> but it's just it just doesn't seem like a complete package and again I'm harping on this that people hate when I talk about this no 1440p no VRR support right now the SSD you can't expand memory right now they just released a, a new fr- uh, firmware where that you can put things uh, store them on a USB but you can't play them off yeah. of there anyway so you have to transfer it over it's solutions, very yeah
0: very baby stuff yeah, right
1: now solutions to problems that they didn't not need to have because Xbox did it, mm-hmm. they they had their solutions. Proprietary memory cards aren't great, but it's a cost of it's it's showing that how expensive the SSDs are, and they don't kind of want to. And mm-hmm. also the the whole thing with the not having a heat refractor on it, and potentially having to update the software with the fan, yeah. and the fan going to be louder. The, the all that yeah. bullshit. It's a lot of shit that can go wrong for Sony, and I feel like it's going wrong. For
0: them right now, it, I think it objectively is yeah. at this point, and, and and you know not to be speechy and preachy again to fans again, but you Sony warriors need to need to you you need to chill out. Yep, you yep. need to really chill out and, and, and take a look at what's going on for real because you can keep trying to sweep what Microsoft's doing under the rug, and well, Sony still do the, You can, you can do all that caping that you'd like, but in the end, yeah. What what it took for Sony to course correct after the PlayStation Three bullshit was fan outcry and like yo, know, your your competition starting to whoop your ass. So if if you guys don't want that to happen again, don't just sit here and, and say a bunch of you know goofy shit um, <laughs> about you know well you know uh, well PlayStation now and again we'll get to this stuff in a second. But but trying to come up with all these excuses to a very very literal problem of yep. Sony being in cruise control. Um, it's a concern. They've been down this road before. It has not benefited for them. Cruise Control has never benefited any company in this industry. Um, and they are dangerously close to, to going back around in circles again. I love the PlayStation 5. It's a great piece of hardware. There's, there's going to be great games to play. But, um, you know... There's gonna be bullet holes in in Sony's feet and a gun in their hand, and they're <laughs> gonna want, to, what happened? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you did it to yourself by by coming into this generation stubborn, arrogant, and thinking that all you had to do was just you know the lowest common denominator to yeah. keep to keep yourself on top. And Microsoft's not gonna let that happen, and, and you'll see it in sales eventually if you don't shape up.
1: Yeah, and, and, and it's just it's baffling to me because and I'll and I'll wrap it up by saying even when Xbox won came out the gate stumbling and it was bad. It wasn't because they were like, fuck you, fans. Even though they had a little bit of that with the, oh, if you want to play a game that doesn't have always a I'll line, the you have one for that. But that was an asshole thing. But yeah. it, it, but really what Xbox did with Don Matrick is they betted on the wrong thing. Yeah. They bet on entertainment, on fucking cable TV. TV, 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 TV. So, and, 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 and that's not what, you know, they really were trying, it's funny because they really were trying to make the Xbox One a Microsoft Product like a Mm -hmm. a Microsoft person who owns Windows is going to buy an Xbox because it is the center of their and and that's not and that's and Phil Spencer has taken that and made something else made an actual video game thing exactly and so Sony is in trouble because now they're actually fighting a video game company now yeah it's not a it's not a conglomeration of entertainment it is a video game company that's all about video games and now Sony is in real competition and I think that yeah and I think ultimately Sony it, it, all they gotta do is switch the narrative, one percent, and I'm not even fucking around. One percent, and they win. Yeah, that's it. There's yeah. too much. There's too much. It's it, it's it's the company, the system is too integrated into the 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 fucking DNA of video games. It, yeah, it's not gonna ever go. go yeah, away. and when
0: yeah. you can't tell fans shit about shit when it comes to Sony as it is. Yeah, you know they're gonna be very forgiving, and mm-hmm. and they're not gonna let they're not gonna hold much against Sony for long. Yeah, so. It, it's a shame, um, but you know it, it does kind of lead into our checkpoint chat. Um, so you know, like I said, uh, our checkpoint chat today is to talk through the good, the great, and the
1: oh my god! Sorry,
0: <laughs> and the indigestion <laughs> um, of, of, of Game Pass. So, Pablo, why don't we start here? Yes. Let, let's start. Let's start with this, and let's kind of let's kind of let let's kind of let, let this thing breathe. But In your opinion, when we think about Game Pass, would you say Game Pass is overrated, underrated, or fairly rated, and why? I mean, it's underrated. Okay. Like, it's it's so underrated. Why? Uh,
1: The sheer... Okay, first of all, over 100 free games on there. All right, that's something to sneeze at. Cool. They probably have a whole bunch of like uh, Undermine, right? And, like that, those kind of games, and and they mm-hmm. do. They have a lot of those. Yeah, we got some junkware uh,
0: in there to blow the numbers up a little bit. Yeah, but, you know. But but guys, but, mm? all first party games, day in day, are
1: out on that platform. I didn't pay for Forza. I haven't played Forza in years. I haven't played For Gears in years. Like I, 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 I don't. I don't understand how you are a video game company or uh, video game publication and not just have an article about Game Pass every day. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It, it's just... It's unreal. It is. It's unreal. And then when they start fucking around and having a game like... Um, like Outriders as a game, a third party, and then... And then... They say... <laughs> it's, just, it's like a... You can't believe... MLB The Show? They were like, you like sports, baby? Like listen for a long time I bought a playstation I, I sold my PlayStation 3 and I would I was one of those people I would sell my PlayStation 3 and rebuy it when the show season it was my show box it was literally my show box yeah and now it's now it's on on Xbox awesome that was coming on Xbox now it's on game pass
0: are you kidding me and let's pause for two seconds for people that don't play MLB the show you know, listen. The best way I can describe it, if you don't care about sports games, is, it, it is the best realization of a sport yep. that there is. Yeah. Almost bar none. Yeah. It, in the sum of its parts, it is it is spot on. It is the best sports representation I've seen ever. Yeah. Um, so it it is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. that they stole this right from under Sony and said, yeah. you know, we're going to put this on Game Pass and...
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. And, and, and look, it, one, thing, one thing that I've been saying is that Phil Spencer is a nice guy. Phil Spencer is a stone-cold motherfucker killer. T- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, ML... Okay, so what... Uh, kind of backstory real quick on this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: MLB ha- and Sony had an agreement, licensing. It was a Sony-exclusive game, it was theirs for years, for years, for years. MLB, the license expired, and MLB and Sony were interested in re-upping it. One caveat: this has to be on anything possible. They talked about Switch. They talked about Xbox. Yeah, it's gotta come out on those. Okay, fine. But Sony, being Sony, I Sony did not want to publish this game anywhere else. So MLB PA took it upon themselves to either create cuz this is it came awfully close to being close to when this was announced a video game division now MLB is developing or is publishing uh, this game on Xbox mm-hmm. because the pub the way that the way that um Game Pass works is through publishing and publishers Xbox got in there somehow got in them draws <laughs> and was able to actually got in them cleats got it was able to got in that jock strap and, and them sheets <laughs> Okay. and was able to uh, secure this game on Game Pass, which is fucking—it's insane. With that alone, it's, it's super underrated. I, I, I can't, I, I, I think I, there's no way that anybody can be like, "Yeah, Game Pass is overrated." How?
0: I, yeah, I, I, I don't see it, and I, I think our next, our, our next topic will cover that. But, but real quick, I, I want to say, I was with you on underrated up until very recently. Yeah. I think we're, we're now in a position where I think that the reality of what Game Pass is is starting to become pretty fucking undeniable. Yeah. Even to the most staunch people that are like, oh, yeah, but this, this, that, you know. Uh, and we'll talk about one of the most ridiculous comparisons we, we yeah. hear about regularly. But I think it's getting to the point where it is pretty fairly rated because people are starting to really understand through the whole MLB The Show situation with Outriders. And then just looking at like you know these these little drops like you know Octopath Traveler, the Yakuza franchise ends up on Xbox and on Game Pass, and yeah. you know when you have when you have those types of things dropping, and at such a high clip, that's the other thing too. Is like it, it's been consistent. It's yeah. not like we're talking about three uh, you know great releases over a year's time with with Game Pass stuff. Like it's it seems like it's every month there's always something that's like. Damn, they got that too, and and that I think is starting to really dawn on people that look, it it's not just some flash in the pan thing that was cool when it first came out. Like they're building on this, they're staying consistent, they're they're going after games that we never thought we'd see on on Game Pass or even on Xbox. So I think people are really starting to come to terms with like I, this is this is special. I I, I, I think I, I agree, but I disagree in in the sense where. He,
1: you still find people, and these are not smart people, and these are. But they well, are a Well, and lot that's
0: them, why I'm I'm kind of yeah, throwing them out because. Yeah. It's, but you, there's
1: still a lot of them. Where, it's Twitter goop. But I mean, I think you have to take the the good and the bad. I think you you can't just throw away that portion of people because they, a lot of them are just so. But I understand why you would. But I mean, people really are like. Well, it's already because a whole bunch of old games that people's already played, and it's also uh, you're renting games you don't really own them, and it's like okay, <laughs> sure, but also. These games are always there in terms of like you know free to play. The mm-hmm. first party games have no expiration date on them. Nope, they're there always. And if, okay, so maybe a game like Witcher Three recently got taken out of that rotation right. uh, out of the Game Pass. Now this isn't this is a thing you had that you didn't have before. Now it's out a Game Pass, but before it got a Game Pass, you could buy it for $4. And I'm not even exaggerating, it was like $4.99, it was $4.99. So th- th- there are ways to, to, to if you really like this game and you want to keep it, you can buy it, it's always on a sale. They, they have that available for you. I've told you, I, I was kind of like, well, I'm worried about the show because when the show comes out, what if it just six months later comes out of uh, of Game Pass and mm-hmm. I don't have the show anymore? Well. Still have a sale for it, and I'll exactly, and the money I was always gonna spend anyway, right? I'll just end up spending even have to. Yeah, um, I, I just think that there's still people out. There are a lot of deniers, and most of our people who don't have Xbox who mm-hmm. won't get Xbox for whatever reason, and and that always be. But I, I mean, if we're looking at the more kind of like people who are in the know, and yeah, yeah,
0: I, you know, I, I think if anything, if I had to pin it on one thing, it's it's console warriors, and then it's people that are just tired of hearing about game pass and i get it it's exhausting to hear uh, oh game pass has this next and this and, and oh man did i tell you how great game pass is like you you hear about it and see it everywhere and i get it after a while it's like uh, it's it can feel a little obnoxious like okay i get it game yeah. pass is great cool you know it, and i think sometimes that exhaustion leads people to try to find a way to poke holes in what it is yeah. Yeah. but it, it's right now it's ironclad and i think uh, at least from you know the media's perspective, most influencers and YouTubers are like, like I I can't argue against this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just it's great. There's always going to be like the Twitter trolls that are going to find some dumb thing to hang their hat on, one way or the other. There's people on the other side of the fence too. To be fair, like, oh PlayStation Plus games always suck, and you know that's that's not always true either. Nah, so that, you know, usually it, no, not it's at a two way street uh, unless it's odd world, you know. But. Team! Um, You know, but I I think I think to me they they are becoming more fairly rated. But, you know, kind of I guess to that point of, of, you know, people trying to poke holes in it. The one thing that that I think comes up way too much about Game Pass is trying to compare it with Playstation now. Yeah. On on so many levels. I don't even know, you know. I don't even know where to begin with this one because the, the reality is so plainly obvious to me, objectively, that these two services do not compare. That it's it's almost comical that they are kind of pitted against each other like they are. Yeah. Um. There's no reason for it on so many levels. That you know, when you look at what Game Pass does consistently, and uh, diligently with. Securing the big games and 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 games you're interested in playing, um, keeping that rotation alive, and then you have something with PlayStation now that, first of all, is a streaming service almost ninety percent of the way.
1: Yeah, the PlayStation Four, the PlayStation Four games can be downloaded onto the
0: very few yeah. of them can. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then you, you don't see PlayStation now securing a, a big get like like you see game pass doing so not even sony prioritizes playstation now um the same way that you know xbox does with game pass like every once in a while you see them try to push it a little bit like you know playstation now is on sale your first three months are free seven tests. yeah and you see stuff like that but the reality of it all is is that you know, if you want to make the library versus library argument, you go on PlayStation Now and you're going to find a lot of, um, you know, junkware or stuff that most people don't even really care to go back and play again. Um, and it's just not the yeah. same experience. It, you know, they don't keep it up to date like they do on, uh, on Game Pass. And um, most of the people, to be completely honest, that are like trying to make this argument, don't even have a subscription to PlayStation Now themselves. <laughs>
1: Right, and and, and and that's the thing. Where okay, at, at the most, like, basic level, Game Pass has a whole bunch of games that everybody played. PlayStation now has a whole bunch of games that everybody played. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it. And in terms of that comparison, that because honestly, like you said, uh, first of all, uh, it's more expensive, right? I think I it's, believe so. it's twenty dollars. If I'm not mistaken, I think I'll, I'll yeah, we'll double, double check that. Uh, we, why? No idea why. Um, You're not getting first-party games yeah, oh, day Oh well, well. No, no. And that's and that's my argument. Where, okay, it's the same. Fine. Cool. It's the same. Except for one huge glaring thing. It's the fact that we're not getting... Uh, PlayStation Now are not getting first-party games day-and-date. Matter of fact, when PlayStation Now had that changeover... Mm-hmm. Where it became something else, but exactly the same... Uh, they were like, hey, we also have God of War... Uh, Horizons Horizon Zero Dawn. This is before the collection. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, oh shit. And then right before the holidays, Dump Games expired January 1st of the next year. <laughs> Wild. Come on. Then the collection that they did. That By the was way, good. it's not,
0: I'm sorry, it's 999 a month.
1: Okay, so it's cheaper than. Alright, well that's yeah. good. Um I will say though, just to give a little bit of praise here, uh, while we're on the subject, the the collection that uh, Oh, yeah. That's cool. It was nice. That's cool for those who have... That's a cool... Hey, first time having PlayStation 5, here's the games that you've missed. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much the only positive thing that I can say about PlayStation. only PlayStation now, you have access to that. Yeah,
0: and it goes back to the arrogance of Sony to feel like they don't need to match this service with anything on their side because they're seeing people falling all over themselves buying place to, trying to find PlayStation 5s. They're seeing the games that they already have out selling just fine. They're not really feeling any kind of pressure, and at least in their minds right now, that to even worry about it. But it's they would have to change their
1: entire structure. Yeah, because Xbox is gonna Xbox Game Pass is making millions a month off of subs, not off of software sales. Exactly, and that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. It's they put stuff on there that you want, so they can get get subscriptions. And people, and do you want to bring up the the. The argument that people say
0: about I want to bring up all the things.
1: Well, the whole thing where it's like, um, well, because it's a, it's a, it's it's a Game Pass game.
0: The, oh my god! The quality, of... Yeah. Uh, uh, family. The, because
1: you know, Xbox is making money off this. They're not, and and I can see I can see the argument where they're making so much money hand or fist on the sub a subscription that they mm-hmm. rush out a, a a first party game just to get more subs. Yeah. Kind of like HBO Max is doing with, like, kind of their... I understand that argument. I I get it. But to say... But to say specifically that, emphatically, that all those games that are coming out are lesser games because they are Game Pass games. First of all, something you said that's very astute, Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as a Game Pass exclusive game. Right. Because either they're third-party like Outriders, Mm -hmm. or you don't have to have Game Pass... To play these games, you can just buy it. The same sixty now seventy dollars that you would spend on a PlayStation Five game, Mm -hmm. you're now spending it on an Xbox game. Yeah. So, it's it's not. This is not what this. And matter of fact, that argument is even flawed because if you say I'm gonna go ahead and put out Gears Six. Quickly, and it's gonna be shit, and Mm -hmm. people are gonna subscribe to play that game, and they're like, fuck this, and they're They're like, gonna bounce off Wonder Woman 1984, perfect example, ass movie. After that, everybody. Exit out of that's uh, ex- yeah. uh, they don't want that they want to maintain mm-hmm. the status quo they it's, want to yeah. gain they don't want to lose
0: absolutely it's it's never gonna it's never gonna do Microsoft good to intentionally make mediocre games yeah it doesn't do any company good to make intentionally mediocre away, games really. yeah it's gonna drive people away and they still have to care about regular sales too because not everybody's on game pass yeah. you still have to try to convince the you know the family that's walking through a Walmart and goes and stops at the game section that that game is worth buying yeah so if they see that it's not you know a good game you know they lose they lose retail sales just as well, yeah. so and it doesn't serve them any benefit to go fine, half-assed.
1: And and just like anything, financially, economically, you you might not play a lot of games, but mm-hmm. you're a, you're a Halo fan. Right? It doesn't it, it doesn't make sense for you to be play uh, to get Game Pass just to get Halo because you mm-hmm. that's the only game you play. So you just buy it for sixty seventy dollars, exactly. and and that's it. And, and so you you have to. You, you can't leave a bad taste in anybody's mouth, especially people like that, because they go, the Call of Duty players, right? Mm-hmm. The, they buy that game. At, Call of Duty is the biggest game in the world. Madden is one of the biggest games in the world yeah. These because these people play these games. You have to cater to all of them, and you can't make a shit game just because it's free. It's not free. Mm-hmm. We're paying for it. They're making money. Matter of fact, I might, not buy, I might not have bought Outriders, right? Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned before, But now you're getting people who were never going to buy the game paying you fifteen dollars this month, just to get an opportunity to play it because it's quote unquote free. Yeah. Now you know they're making they're making money where they wouldn't have made money before. Yeah. And and that's a beautiful thing. And 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 there's no and and to answer the question, Game Pass versus PS Now, there is no competition. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a mute point.
0: And the other the other thing before we move on is is. PS now is not benefiting developers. Absolutely not. Outriders again, don't love the game, but damn it if it's not getting plenty of exposure through Game Pass and it's right. it's definitely scratching Square Enix's backs because, you know, they don't have to worry about that audience not buying the game anymore. It's it they're it it's working out. You have companies that are literally knocking on, excuse me, Microsoft's door saying can we put this on Game Pass? Like, yeah, it's yeah, not. Let's... It's it's not Microsoft. Can you please humble us with? It's, it, it, those days are over because people are starting to see what 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 that exposure is going to do for them. And you know they have they've said many times when they take a game off of Game Pass, usually the, the game start to sell pretty good. So yeah. like, it, there's there's not that same effect when it comes to PS Now on the developer or publisher side whatsoever. Yeah. So it, it's it's definitely not. Uh, a fair comparison and and so y'all got to stop (laughs) and 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 taking it away from even just the
1: simple fact that you can download a game and play it is is like you said game pass is almost a billboard for a game because it gets that exposure and it not only doesn't get that exposure it also you know people write in the articles hey Mm -hmm. oh oh for example grand theft Auto Five just uh came out to game pass yep and now when you go on those websites it's like hey here is this uh uh map location of all these items and they th- those articles get pushed to the top
0: and yeah. they're
1: all part of the conversation I love
0: again. that too I love when old like good games get another second lead yeah. like that and, and it's that.
1: like and, and what happens is you're on Playstation it's like damn I never bought Grand Theft Auto 5 I had an Xbox I don't have bought 5 and never bought it and they, buy and, they mm-hmm. buy and Playstation is smart Playstation puts that game on sale so those, yeah 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 so those comp so those companies are are, are, are are making money and I was trying to find here because I know there was a, a, a stat that said like uh, it was like two million two no two billion dollars or something mm-hmm. of, of devs who've made profit off of ex- all of de- it was something like that they've already yeah. made they've Xbox already paid out that much money to yeah. devs who are not part of their you know um, uh, you know, because right. well, it's it's just uh, it's 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 a great deal right now, and 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 I know the fear is can game pass. Like, we'll, we'll get into
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and and, and, I'll, and we'll talk about that. I, I think I
0: care. think the other misconception to cover though before we get to that is well maybe it's not a misconception. I want to actually get your opinion on it because I I don't, I don't know if we have talked about this a lot together. But I don't think so. Do do with all the rumors about well not rumors I guess but a lot of the speculation that I think kind of happened w- when Bethesda you know. Got bought out and whatnot. A, a lot of dialogue started to come about that Microsoft is eventually going to pull the plug on hardware and just basically go from that to being literally, I guess, the biggest publisher in the world on the gaming yeah. side now because they are already. Um, and just you know, and just put Game Pass on other consoles. Like it's going to be on PlayStation. Is going to be on Switch? Is it you know wh- what? What does what does Game Pass success mean in your opinion with Xbox hardware in the future?
1: I uh, I think it means the opposite. I think it means longevity in the hardware business. In, in okay, in, so in, we agree. Yeah, okay, good. It, yeah. PlayStation Six is going to come out and
0: it's going to be another Xbox. So, yeah, I think uh, it's a myth that it's going to be the end of Xbox hardware. Listen, I think they might they might do stuff with yeah, xCloud, but yeah, I not- think hardware has been uh has
1: been called uh has has been called dead. So many times already. Yeah, and that's, that's weird. It's not the case anymore. It's not the case. It's not the case. And there's no way Xbox is doing all this so they can get the fuck out of video games. Yeah, like oh, just publish games or no, put no. or put money in Sony's pockets. No, they're not going to do that exactly because that's exa- that's essentially what they'll be doing. Yeah. No, there's no way. Um, I think that what will happen, like you said, is probably with the next iteration of consoles. There's going to be a uh, something that's like kind of like um like stadia right where yeah, it's streaming. not a console mm-hmm. it's streaming only the technology is gonna be there they' they're they're basically doing that right now in terms of like us testing it like a, almost an alpha test beta testing it on people for free with uh, with game pass and, yeah. and, and, it, and it apparently I mean I know because I've used it of just to kind of fuck around not in a real life situation yeah, but yeah. It, it works really well um, and it's a cool tech but even when they talk about that that's not really something they lead with. Mm-hmm. If there's a company whose long-term goal is to get out of hardware, they're going to start planting that seed, and not subtly, they're going to be like, oh, X X Cloud, X Cloud. They don't really talk about X Cloud. Matter of fact, there are many times where they talk, they have the presentations and have all this, mm-hmm. stuff, and they don't even mention X uh, X Cloud in not any way, really. shape, or form. Yeah. So that doesn't sound like a company who's trying to get out of something.
0: No, I no. think I think what people try to confuse is that well, oh, well, you know, will Windows is on Acer laptops. Um, so what's what you know? Who's to say you know Game Pass can't be on a PlayStation Five? It, it's not the same thing. Because, it's an OS. It's not a. It's not a. It's yeah. Not a, you they, know, bring, yeah, it's not it's, a hard. It's not apples mm-hmm. to apples at yeah. all. You know, that's a whole different market, a whole different space that you know Microsoft's been in, and having very different goals compared to the console market. So you can't use that comparison at all. You don't. You don't take a guy
1: like Dan Matrick or Don Matric or Don Mattress, go to sleep. <laughs> you don't take a guy like that who is business heavy, right? Up front, it's all about business. And you put in literally a guy who talks, who says that uh, Voodoo Vince is his favorite game on X. Like, this guy knows video he's games. He's about it, yeah. yeah. he's about video games. Because you want to get out of video games. You don't let a comp, you don't let a a, a a side project, because that you know a lot of people also say, well, you know, uh, Microsoft can cut him loose because... It, You don't let a side project spend $7 billion on, call it what you will, uh, ZeniMax Entertainment. Fuck that. A video game company that makes video games. Mm -hmm. If you are, hmm, they're all teetering. If they fuck up, we're going to cut them loose. If they didn't cut them loose after the Xbox One debacle, if fuck that, if they yeah. didn't cut them loose after yeah. Xbox original was pretty much a failure, you know, they, they want to be in this space. They're, if they get out of it, there's nobody there. Nintendo, when people say, oh, these companies are carving on their own path, you can really only say that about Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo, like Sony, synonymous video games, are almost in a different way, right? Yeah. So, uh, there's no way the biggest, one of the biggest companies in the world which has its foot in the door in video games, the most lucrative entertainment entity, period, bar none, more than movies, Hollywood, all that, mm. to get out of selling? What are you guys talking about?
0: If anything, you would expect them to want to be like the monopoly of it all. Yeah. You know, just monopolize it, not not sharing is caring. Hey, yeah. You get Game Pass, you get Game Pass. And, game and pass. I
1: think that people it's get mis- the concession of, of, of how Phil Spencer and Xbox are playing the game. Mm-hmm. They were the losers, and they are trying to not be that anymore, and the way they do that is by playing nice. Yeah. Or seemingly playing nice. Because I'm sorry, you don't play nice and be like, thanks for, uh, yeah, MLB <laughs> says that we can have the show. Uh, can we also not get that shit on Game Pass? Because they didn't they didn't spend $5 on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I would like to know what, what deal this is, because mm-hmm. I'm sure when you look at it, the bill says
0: the oh, yeah. bill's huge and it's signed
1: by uh, Phil Motherfucker.
0: And, you know, like, <laughs> that, that's, That'd be so gangster. Yeah. Though. So uh, anyway, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess you know, just to wrap that part of it up, like, you know, there's, there's, right now, video game dialogue in, in, in a lot of spaces are swamped with wishful thinking. Yeah. And. Whether it's, well, we'll still get Bethesda games um, on, on PlayStation, or, oh, don't worry, we'll get Game Pass on PlayStation eventually. Oh, the Microsoft- thing you guys think is overrated? What's that? The thing they think is overrated?
1: We'll get that. Yeah, time. yeah, it,
0: uh, yeah. exactly. On one hand, it's overrated, and then, then we want it. Um, the reality is, like, Xbox isn't going anywhere. Nope. They're not spending the money that they're spending to just go and, and, and line somebody else's pockets with Game Pass. And, you know, even if we want to get super granular... How are they going to get Halo running on a PlayStation? <laughs> like, that's a... What are they... So think... Try to think. Like, try to think. Halo... Basically, uh, you can't handle yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to get Gears of War 5 on my PlayStation 5. That's a... Okay. You can... It, it's nice to want things. <laughs> um, so uh, people just aren't thinking through what they're saying. Um, <laughs> so, like, even if you were to get Game Pass, best case scenario... It's gonna be like Game Pass Lite because you can't get Xbox games on PlayStation hardware. It's not gonna work. They're not gonna do that. They're not, not allow that. They're not yeah. gonna do it. Yeah, it's, it 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 serves no purpose to Microsoft. So I I you know it's yeah relax
1: and that's what it, I I think ultimately um, at the end of the day, uh, you guys have to just look at what Sony's doing and just assume that Xbox is doing the same. Mm-hmm. When Sony bought Insomniac. Nope, right? Insomniac was it? Uh, Yeah, it was yeah. Insomniac. Insomniac, didn't go. Nobody went, I wonder if Spider Man 2 is going to be on Xbox.
0: <laughs> Nobody thought that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, it, let's and stop. And to that point,
0: yeah. Sony was being dicks about it anyway. Yeah. Oh, Avengers, you can only get Spider Man on, on PlayStation. Yeah. Over.
1: So, let's stop uh, thinking about. Let's relax. Let's stop going. Let, let's stop. Creating scenarios for a video game company that the video game company you love doesn't follow. Like mm-hmm. they didn't spend again and saying anytime I could bring it up, I love it. They didn't pay $7 dollars so <laughs> you two
0: could also play Elder Scrolls Come Six. On. No, they're doing it because no. you need it. <laughs> 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 He went into a seizure right now. Um, look what y'all doing to, to this man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, listen, they want you to stay on Xbox. Yeah, ha- Xbox hardware, Xbox software, and Xbox services. And it's not hard to understand.
1: And I want to say, I kind of want to preface all of this by saying, I want Sony PlayStation Five to drop a Game Pass equivalent. I want them to drop it. I want Ragnarok day one. I want all these mm-hmm. things. And if it happens, it'll be fucking great. Because guess what, Xbox has to do. It gotta do something else. Yeah. And and if they're in it, to, and if they're in it to win it. The only people who end up winning this literally is us. Mm-hmm. Two, two services where we get the best of both worlds. Yeah. When they come out for a, a, a fee. Yeah. You know. So it's amazing. If, if y'all amazing. would stop
0: trying to hype up PlayStation now like it's the king and yeah. and start uh, asking for more out of Sony, yeah, maybe this is start to get more balanced out. But for right now, it's not going to happen. That's right. But I mean, you know, we do, you know, naturally, you know, just looking at the meteoric rise and success of of, of Game Pass and just thinking about the future of what this service is going to be. You know, it's natural that we have questions, yeah. even even concerns. Um, Pablo, you know, where are you kind of at with that?
1: I think ultimately um, Microsoft is not your friend. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is not a mom-and-pop shop. Microsoft is a, uh, it is a business, and they make business decisions. So by, yep. by that I mean it kind of is the longevity of is this – Sustainable, mm-hmm. and I think, I looking at the numbers and everything that's been said, and, and and the money's being made, yes, it looks like it is. But my other concern is, if Xbox takes its lead, mm-hmm. if Xbox is killing it, will they slow down on, on, on what they're spending to 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 entice us to go to Game Pass because they're going to play the Sony hand a book like we're on top, you know? Yeah, it's it. it, it the the reason game pass exists is because of the failures of xbox one exactly if they no longer are working off that kind of motivation off those failures and it's all success will they lose sight of this Mm -hmm. because phil spencer is great phil spencer is a part of the vision exactly he has i'll call him overlords that he has to, you know. <laughs> it's true, though. You know. It's true. And right now, they seem to they, – they gave him the keys uh, to the mansion, let him run Buck Wilder on it, you know, because the ultimate goal is I need – I need you. You're down here. I need you up here. Yeah. That, that's what they're telling me. I need, I need you up here. That's what they want. Yeah. And once he gets in there, what is Xbox going to do? You know?
0: Yeah. it's it's a valid question, especially when you, 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 you keep in mind – That, you know, all three of these companies have have, have stumbled and fumbled before. Mm -hmm. I think that they are at a point now where they realize they cannot give Sony any breathing room. Right. Because they will bounce back, like we said earlier. It doesn't take a lot to forgive Sony for their fuck-ups. People, you know, move past it way faster than they move past Microsoft's failures. So, the rebound is always a threat. I mean, Um, they have to hit every
1: fucking branch down, yeah. and they still ended up selling more than Xbox yeah. 360.
0: So I think they know they have to, if they do get a sizable lead or, or they are winning the public over, they have to keep the, their foot on Sony's throat, and I don't think that they're going to be able to do that by saying, all right, we're going to relax on Game Pass for a while. The only time I, I could see that they're going to relax a little bit on acquisitions for for Game Pass is when their first party lineup starts to roll. And they have that that steady stream of games coming out, and they don't have to fight as hard to keep interesting games coming through on Game Pass yeah. when they have that stuff starting to roll out. Yeah, you know, um, what other? Do you have any other questions or, or your concerns about them at all? Or? No, I I mean about Game Pass specifically. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think my only concern is really just um, understanding like the full. What, what's the end goal for Game Pass? Right, I think right, we right. know what the benefits are now. I think we know what they're trying to do from a competitive standpoint. But what is the finish line for Microsoft with this? And I, I don't know. I couldn't even really guess what the answer to that question is other than just dominate. But you know how, how far do they want to take this um, and, and what are they going to do – uh, if or when competition finally does adopt and, something similar,
1: and that's exactly what I was going to say, because I think we could look at uh, though it's different, it's similar in many ways. We can look at the kind of the uh, Netflix uh, structure, right? Yeah, um, well, that's a good the, comparison. Yeah, Netflix. Sure. The, the Netflix end goal is to dominate. It is to keep people on their uh, subscription base. That's their. their now they're 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 encountering. Uh, some competition Here with comes disney peacock plus, Here and, comes yeah, disney plus all that stuff yeah. and I, I think that they're doubling down and 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 they're making more they just can't stumble if they mm-hmm. stumble i mean Play State, uh, uh disney plus has uh, hbo max they wanted to have like 100 some million subscribers by the end of like 2022 and they have like 90 million already like so it's not impossible oh yeah for them to lose that lead but they're End goal is to dominate, and I feel like, I feel like ultimately, Sony will have to cave.
0: I don't maybe see a scenario. Decide, yeah, I don't see decide, scenario where they can go about without it either. Yeah,
1: maybe not now. Maybe not even next year. Maybe it'll be a PlayStation 6 thing, Maybe.
0: Yeah, I I think uh, there's no way they don't have uh, an emergency plan in place. Okay, if we have to do this, yeah. what are we gonna do? Because. I, I would say they're probably going to look. They're going to look very closely at the next maybe two years, see what the image is like for the receptions like for PlayStation. What the how their games turn out as far as you know consensus yeah. of quality and sales, and I think they'll just keep a very watchful eye, of course, on Microsoft and see what they're doing. And if it gets to the point where it gets to a point, I think that they already probably have that contingency. Yeah. Or some skeleton of a contingency in place. Because it's too obvious that it, it, yeah. it has to be on the table. And I, and, and I do have a little
1: concern where maybe, maybe Xbox is fighting an unwinnable fight. Yeah. Where Well, maybe. Yeah. Where Sony is actually playing it smart, playing it safe, where they're waiting, they're looking at the charts, and they're waiting for the Xbox Game Pass. What's going to happen? They're, they're literally collecting data. This is just me, me, me being positive about Sony for a moment. They're literally collecting data, and they're like, okay, these, this is where they stumble, this is where they succeed, this they mm-hmm. really stumble, and if there's a dip, uh, and, and it doesn't work out, then they've never invested in it. But if it's a precipitous climb to, you know, being the, the game-changing thing that, that Xbox can allude to in terms of what games are in the future, mm-hmm. they already have this data. And yeah. so they implement off the framework of what Game Pass did, they sidestep any uh, side obstacles and places just back on top. Now that's me giving me giving the 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 kind of like, maybe that's what they're doing. Mm. I have a sneaky suspicion that that's not what they're doing. I think they're like that we're Sony. I think that's I think that's where they're
0: at. But hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm wrong. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so you know, as we as we bring this uh, this this dope ass checkpoint chat to a close, this is actually a really good chat. Uh, I enjoyed this one. Um, we thought it'd be I cool. Did it. it was horrible. I was it kidding. was it was it was overrated, like Game Pass itself. <laughs> um, we thought it'd be cool to you know kind of put you guys on game, uh, you know, I guess literally um, with you know our personal top three Game uh, Game Pass must play. So if you get yourself on the Xbox train, which I, I think you should, um, if this, I think this is as good a time as any to, to really start thinking about it, even if you're a staunch Sony fan. Um, I think there's a lot to really enjoy and a lot to look forward to with, with uh, having an Xbox in general.
1: Get on the um, ground floor.
0: So if, if, if you're, whether you're coming back to Game Pass um, or you're coming for the first time, um, Pablo and I are just going to rattle off uh, three game, uh, game Pass games that we think you should definitely give a try. Um, Pablo, do you want to just go through yours real quick? Yeah, yeah. So um,
1: I picked three games here that uh, I think are essential to... One is essential to what Xbox is. Uh, one is one of my favorite games of all time. And mm-hmm. the other one, is I think it's, a, it's kind of how I did it. Kind of one of those games that I don't think it's enough attention it should get attention. So okay. the, 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 the game that is that is basically Xbox, it's the, it's the Mario of Xbox. It's Halo. And I, it's Halo Master Chief Collection. Uh, this game, when it first came out, it had all kinds of issues with connectivity. And it, it was overly ambitious. And it seemed there for a long time that it was never going to be perfect.
0: Oh, yeah. Work. It was pretty bad.
1: They fixed all those issues. This is literally a museum of Halo. If you've never played it, this would be awesome for you to play it. And if you have played it, this is just a, a stroll down memory lane, and I think you should definitely do it. It is a great fucking. I deal. keep it installed yeah. on
0: my Xbox now, all the time.
1: I will say it is a big motherfucker. It, it is. is like a hundred. Mm, It's coming for all your gigs. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like gigs, it's going to kill them all. Uh, The other game that's one of my favorite games of all time... Sorry, I had to do that. go ahead. The other one that's one of my favorite games of all time uh, is a game that came out fairly recently, is Celeste. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it's a a side-scrolling, one of those super hard, precision, uh, uh, platformer type of games, but what makes Celeste special is the story that it tells and how it kind of... um, makes you know just how finding yourself in a world and 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 how that really translates to gameplay like hey Mm -hmm. you're having a hard time with yourself and and, and that's and the gameplay reflects that and then yeah to give you an example at the very end you've overcome a lot of things the last portion of that game is actually the easiest because you've overcome all your obstacles and now you're just climbing to the top and it's literally just the easiest thing you and can do. And a really
0: good story yeah, too. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, inclusion, yeah. got trans representation in yeah, there yeah. which is it, really it, awesome. It,
1: and it doesn't feel in any way, shape, or, you know, people always, oh, this feels forced. No, it, it's... it's No, not this time. the tra- no, not the, 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 the whole yeah, trans representation thing is, it's not, even, it's not even alluded to in the game. Uh, there's some conversation between like, oh, maybe, but it's uh, someone... Wrote this and it's their story and mm-hmm. and and you know all of this that's happening is because of the things that's going on with her life and, and it really is just it it really is a touching game. It's a hard game, yeah. But it, I think it's a game that it, if if you like old school. Platformers, and you like a really good story. This is this is a uh, you cannot miss this game. It's it, again, it's
0: pretty much up there, close yeah. to the top of the mountain. I would say, yeah, no, and, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you gotta climb yeah. But yeah, it is my uh, it is it is top ten game of all time for me. But and then, the other game that I feel it's a little bit it gets uh it gets kind of it gets a little bit it's underrated, I think, and it gets a little bit you know pushed to the side because of Fallout and now with Cyberpunk, I guess. But it's the Outer Worlds. Um, the game is not perfect in any way, shape, or form. It has problems. But I enjoyed the hell out of that game. And I think the characters in that game are some of the best characters in in, in those kind of games. It's just that the way that the, the game itself, uh, it turns out as a whole product, it could have been better. But the characters in that game are some of the Pavati. Uh, oh yeah, the, the, cool. uh, Just so... So it's such a good game, and I and I recommend that game highly to people who like the Western RPG type and in the Fallout form. I think this is is an excellent type of game. It's almost a spiritual successor in a way to uh, New Vegas because yeah. Obsidian made it and all that. But but I, I, it's highly recommended. I I, I will co- the caveat is it's not as good as New Vegas,
0: not at all. It's not as good as a lot of Fallout, really. But, but re- really,
1: but it's, yeah. it's 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 in the it's. In that world, it's not. It doesn't feel like it's trying to be those games. It is those games. It's just a lesser version of those in terms of like, uh, just the overall package.
0: Yeah, those were some good picks. So for my three, I went with uh, three games that are kind of of that. um, You know, not enough people played these games. Types of games. So I I wanted to give these games some love, uh, and I wanted to start with Sunset Overdrive. So we talked about this on the last episode um, when we talked about Insomniac being uh, one of the three best. Uh, developers, in my opinion, of of the last decade, and Sunset Overdrive was one of those really, really interesting games back when Insomniac was still, you know, um, not not ball and chain with Sony. That that came out on Xbox One uh, pretty early in the in the life cycle, and managed to be one of the most interesting and fun and fascinating games I've played in a while. Um, I would love to see this game get some, you know, FPS boost treatment and, um, you know, some of the HD. I think it's got HDR boost uh, from playing it a little while ago. Um, but man, it, it, the best way I can describe it really quick is it's it's like a hybrid of uh, infamous ratchet and clank and jet grind radio Hell yeah um so it's it's this open world game i won't get into too much of the premise of it i think it's really one of those games where it's it's fun enough and silly enough to not need to like walk you guys through the ins and outs of it per se but um it's just it's such a a pure fun open world game that tried something very different and admittedly it, it didn't catch with people because at that point you know it was a strange time, I think, in the Xbox One's life cycle. It was still trying to claw back out of the, the disastrous yeah. uh, phase it was in at that early stage. Uh, so it just kind of fell by the wayside. Uh, it really it, and I think undeservingly so. It was really fun. Um, so if you if you see it, I think you should definitely download it. Um, it you know, it, it's it's got this very punk vibe to it. So if it's not your thing, you know, you're gonna hear like the you know punk music and you know and, I'm <laughs> go out there get your energy drink and grind on some chords and bounce off cars. But 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 underneath it all, it's very a really fun cars. game. What's that? Sorry, very bouncy cars. <laughs> <in there. laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and the cars got bounce. Um, <sighs> so my second game uh, is is Quantum Break from Remedy. Um, Now, you know, Pablo had a moment of realization after we recorded the last episode where he was kind of thinking, man, I maybe should have put them in my three. Um, And, you know, and and I think they've had a very good run. And and this is one of those games where, you know, man, it's one of my favorites that they've done, to be honest. But again, it was another weird time in the Xbox life cycle where this game was kind of built around the whole TV premise. So it literally was a game and TV hybrid. Um, where it had like a, a full campaign, and in between, you know, chapters of that campaign, they'd have these mini episodes of. Um, it, it's a sci-fi game, basically about you know, kind of time travel and, and stuff like that. I don't want to spoil too much, but um, so the interesting thing about that is that you were the
1: protagonist yes. as you wrote the story, and the TV moments was. Explain to you the kind of like the motivation for the villains, yeah, and,
0: and some it, of the supporting characters, yeah, yeah. too. So yeah,
1: I, I thought that was really dope.
0: The way that, I liked that. it, it was it was like kind of fringe like in a way, yeah, uh, which I love that show oh, wait, because they thing. had that one dude, right? yeah, yeah. Lance Reddick is in there, he's, he's the oh. man. Um, yeah, I, I just want to hear him talk about the cabal. The cabal. <laughs> um, anyway, so man, what a great story! It's a it's a it's a really good remedy story. Uh, it's got the, the the third person you know, uh, gunplay uh, gameplay down pat again. Uh, it, it's a lot of what kind of feels like a precursor to what Control turned out to be yeah, in a lot of yeah. ways. Um, but, man, such a cool premise with the TV, a component of it. Um, it's a really good time. I think you guys should try it out, and I think you're going to actually like it a lot. It's, it's way better than the credit that it got at, at, um, you know, when it came out because of the Xbox backlash. And the third and final game on my list is Titanfall 2. Um, as I mentioned before, um, man, this, this is a game that was basically sent to die by EA, um, you know, EA was in the middle of trying to pimp Battlefield out and a bunch of other stuff and Titanfall 2 just kind of got lost in the shuffle and it, you know, it turned out to be, as I mentioned in the last episode, one of the best first person shooters I've ever played. Um, you know, easily one of my top five favorites, uh, single player campaigns in a first person shooter ever, uh, amazing boss fights, amazing use of level design. Um, obviously yep. really tight gunplay that they kind of brought over from, you know, their, their modern warfare lineage. Um. Uh, back when they were a part of Infinity Ward. And, and then you have the multiplayer, which was just as dynamic, just as exciting, just as intense, and just as unique as uh, the original Titanfall was, but kind of building on really and good. iterating on everything in, in the best ways possible. Um, there's still surprisingly a, a pretty decent amount of people that still play online, so it's not like you know crickets out there. Because what's happening is a lot of people play Apex, and then they get intrigued about Titanfall, and then they'll go back and try, try, uh, try Titanfall 2 out. And then kind of realize, oh, this is why they do this in Apex. Oh, this is really cool. And it'll oh, happen and a lot
1: more now because there's going to be uh, some. Uh
0: and there's going to have like a Titanfall yeah. kind of theme content coming through too. So it, it, it's it's as good a time as any to go back and play it again. Uh, it, it it was optimized for PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, uh, you know, a few years ago. Uh, so it is a very good looking, a good running game that that stands the test of time very very well in my opinion, and one that you definitely need to try out um, because part of Game Pass is that they have EA play. Um, I don't love EA that much, but it is cool to have them there. Um, so, I think that's um that's one you should try out. Um, so, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up our, our checkpoint chat. Yeah. Um, so, what do you say we cool down? What do you say we cool down? Um, so, man, we got stories. <laughs> um, we, you know, listen, we're, obviously, we're 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 not exactly normal, and and that's because you know we had some, we had some parents that were a little crazy, uh, you know, and, and that's when you when you <laughs> yeah when you combine, crazy, um, with, crazy kids and then a, a raging video game obsession uh, that we've both had all our lives, um, you're gonna you're gonna have some stories come up along the way, uh, so <laughs> so our cool down topic uh, is gonna be funny stories of our. Parents uh, versus video games. So, Pablo, you know this is therapy to me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, so why don't you kind of kick things off and, and tell us what what you've been through uh, with your with your folks?
1: Yeah, I mean, first off, as soon as my parents found out that I love video games, it's what they use to control me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything from Creaky room to get to maze. Oh, or, it was the, okay. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. Carrot. Yeah, it's the carrot. and and, and, and let me tell you. I called. I found out that they were mostly bullshit most mm. of the time. So, um, so one Christmas, I got like a couple of Cs, a couple of Ds. My mom's like, "I'm not getting you uh, any video games for Christmas." Um, and so, uh, you know, I was upset. I, I had school, and I ended up not getting As or Bs, just more Cs, uh, <laughs> maybe less Ds. And Christmas. What, what grade were you in? Uh, 99, so 8th grade. 8th grade? Yeah, yeah. And so Christmas comes around. uh, I asked for Ocarina of Time. Mm. And I asked for Wave Race. (laughs) Yeah, Wave Race. So mom says she's not getting video games. So I open the Christmas presents up. Cool, it's a fan, right? It's like a a ceiling fan. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look inside. (laughs) She got me games. So first game I pull out. Ocarina of Time. Perfect. She couldn't miss it because the damn thing is gold.
0: Right. Yeah. right, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: the damn thing is gold. So that, that that's that. Then I pull out 1080 Snowboarding. Oh, wow. Where I didn't ask for that game but I was never a, a, I was never a dickish kid around my like, I don't want this thing. Uh, turns out for whatever reason Wave Race to my mom was 1080 Snowboarding. She thought that's the <laughs> game that I wanted. And okay. so you know, she's like, "Is that what you wanted?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's exactly what mm-hmm. I wanted." But long story short, uh, it was always that threat with those games, and I got and I got 1080 snowboarding. And 1080 snowboarding was absolutely fantastic, and I loved it so much. Uh, but it was just one of those things where uh, it's hard. It's hard for parents who don't have no idea about video games. Like my mom. Oh, man, my mom used to. My mom used to check this out. My mom used to buy video games from Figure Hut. You know what Figure Hut is? I don't have a clue. Figure Hut is. is this this paper, this magazine that used to get uh, in the house, uh, and it was like uh, it was like yeah, you can get this game for like twelve dollars a month and oh, interest rate of seventy five percent. <laughs> Cause she literally thought that's the only place where you can buy video games. Really, stuff, was Figure. She, I think she thought like, Nint- like Nintendo and and X and Sony oh, was wow. like a Figure Hut only. Right. She like everybody who bought a Nintendo bought it through Figure <laughs> Hut. So crazy shit. So she would and then like. I, I never understood. I don't know what money is. So I was like, oh, okay, it's expensive. And she told me that she spent a thousand dollars on my Nintendo sixty four. I'm like, you're lying because they don't cost a thousand dollars. And then I realized, no, oh, she's she, with interest. She almost yeah. paid thousand dollars. And so wild. when I got, uh, when, and I guess when uh, things are a little bit more obvious in terms of where they're at, yeah. you know, she saw them at Walmart, and so I was like, wait a minute, you know. And it's, it's just one of those things where it's now it's a little easier. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. then it was definitely a lot. Uh, you That's know, it was, it was harder, a lot harder. Uh, and the, the, the my last story that I have is *Kickin' uh, Shooters* waiting run. Right, one of my favorite games that I played on uh, Super Nintendo. I was pretty good at it. Would always kind of make people quit, whatever, get upset. You pissed me off yeah, a couple yeah. <laughs> Uh You know, it, it was my game. I played all the time. Literally yeah. played all the time. Uh, always loved baseball uh, and that was like just, I mean, I literally went through that roster and like, you know, in my head I had things for those people because they were like, Frank McGee was Frank
0: Thomas yeah. and shit like that.
1: Anyway, so, my dad never played video games. Never plays video games. And every once in a while, he would uh, play me in the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, the show. The uh, King of oh, the Ring, okay, Ring yeah. Run. And uh, I see, I think it's all you're thinking here. Also, NBA Live 95. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, this guy. He <laughs> yeah, gave
0: me the business?
1: In the show, <laughs> all the time.
0: Oh, uh, you mean? Uh, Kend- I, Kend- I, Kend- I keep saying the show.
1: in King of the Junior's Ring Run all the time. And I like. and is that and not like because it's what it's video games then like now are mechanic heavy once they figured out the mechanic it became less about the game of baseball and i'm gonna pitch uh, Randy Johnson mm-hmm. versus your Frank Thomas. It, it's like I, don't, I know the timing is hit X or yeah. hit, uh, <laughs> hit, you know, hit this button, uh, hit uh, A or whatever when yeah. it's ready to swing. And you know, in my mind, I'm playing it the way I play against friends who are thinking the same way I play. Mm-hmm. It's the same way where professional or very good Smash Bros. players play. Uh, someone who doesn't know how to play, and they have hard tr- time with it because, like, I, you're not do you're not playing the way you're, you know, you're not blocking or, or you're not like it's it's a whole different kind of thing. And that's how my dad what my ass, man. It's like home, mm. a home run every other <laughs> day, and
0: I would get upset. I think that's like built into dad DNA now. Like it's a, it's a prerequisite. Like yo, my my dad was the same way with NBA Live. but He played me with the magic every time he picked Dennis. He Dennis, Scott from, Dennis Scott from the corner and he would he would light my ass up. He would blow me out so bad. I'd pick the Bulls. I'd pick every team I could think. I'm like this is th- this he's he's putting in the cheat codes. He yeah. has the cheats. He's on he is my game gear connected to this thing. Like what does he do? <laughs> he, he would destroy me and to to this day he yeah. <laughs> he will he will bring it up every time. And I swear when he when he's on his deathbed, he's going to be like, "You remember that time I crossed you up and then he like, <laughs> no. I don't know if he's gonna make that sound when he dies. I hope not. <laughs> That's not what all dead
1: people uh, go. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> for three I expire
0: Yeah, no. um, man, he he destroyed me. But he he was always the parent that that wanted to to, to try to participate. You know, the father son bonding thing. So he, you know, he tried to play Halo with me, and he couldn't do like the dual stick the you know, oh, move yeah, the camera. Yeah, 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 so yeah. he'd be the one. I'm like dad, you gotta like you gotta turn right, and he. would He'd turn right, like, like steering wheel. Yeah, and then as like no, no, okay, like, yeah, but the enemy's over like down. You gotta go down, like down the stairs, like down the. He st- he he'd hear me say go down, and he would just tilt the camera down, <laughs> <laughs> like. No no no! You, you gotta move. And then he <laughs> then he'd walk into the wall. <laughs> and so we would be kissing the corner. Chief looked like he was on all of the LSD. <laughs> He's. I said, Dad, "Give me the controller back." So I take over and I would play. And one time we were playing Halo, and um, uh, I think a bug or something crawled across the carpet. He goes, "Oh my God, there's a roach in the floor!" And I turned the controller and try to like <laughs> shoot the fucking roach in real life with my controller. Like I said, get out of my room.
1: Like so,
0: <clears> oh. you no. God, Dad. So you know he was all, but he was always trying to trying to be hands on. Uh, my mom, on the other hand, she was. It's the devil. It's. It, it, I'm a, This is my mom impression. Um, so I have on my list the, the story of Thief, uh, Deadly Assassins on Xbox. So I never played Thief before, uh, but prior to playing this one on Xbox. Get okay, back um, here, you taffer. Uh, man, I was trying to kill this, this target, and there was a woman that was in the house and I got caught by the woman and so she's running and I had the TV on really loud in my room so you hear her running I'm like oh my god oh no oh and she's like moaning and screaming like please yeah, that's how all women oh. talk to like, yeah. my mom kicked I swear she dropped she Pele kicked the door down <laughs> She said, "What is this smut? It's a smut it's, it's pornography in here. It's porn. She always has this crooked finger. So she's got she's pointing over to the corner of the ceiling. I don't know where she's looking. And you got smut in here. I know she. And my dad comes in there and he's he's trying to back me up. Like it's just a game. Oh my God, you know he's well. There's this murder and this blood and guts and she and she wants to have sex with 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 my son. And I, she doesn't need it. I'm like, Mom. It's, so she was always that way and." She was also the mom that would kind of make every every issue I ever had in life kind of tied back into video games. Yeah. So I'd catch a cold, and she'd go, "You know, you got because you played too many them damn games." All that's all that she doesn't call them video games; they're always them damn damn games. games. So I, I, you know. You got scoliosis because of them damn. Well, she's probably right about the scoliosis. <laughs> now that I think about it, but no, I'm not gonna give her credit. Um, but she was she was always funny. I she was the one that had to go buy all my games. So you know, I I remember when I was a big wrestling game fan, and I you know, WCW Thunder came out. Yeah, which was a terrible game too. Uh, and I made her go from store to store for an entire day. Trying to find that game, and it—I got it. She finally got it that day. I came home, gave it to me. I played it for like ten minutes. Wait, like, this game sucks. Um, but you know, when you was buy always, this for me, she, <laughs> it's, when you buy me the smut, smut. But she was always uh, uh, you know, she, she still is the same way. And I tell her, oh, I, well, I, I always have to tell it. Like she, I always check in with her. You know, around the same time every night. And every time I tell her I'm gonna play a game with Pablo later, so if I don't text you back, it's because I'm online with him. And you guys need to be—that's the problem with you too. You just sitting <laughs> and playing these damn games. That's why. See, it's why you're putting on weight. It's why. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know. my, my mom, it, it was the same way, but it was always about uh, just school and and my general craziness
0: mm-hmm. was all. I
1: don't know. Those are moms for you. Yeah,
0: she was she was being she was being mom one oh one but man, it was that the finger pointing out to this to the stars that's carpal tunneled <laughs> out and then the S's. This, everything was S not was Saskatchewan. And, uh, what's that got to do with games? Uh, but you know yeah. that you know, I, I turned out okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I would say. Sure. Um, but uh, you know, speaking of parents, um, you know, if 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 you listeners don't subscribe to our podcast at this point and follow us on our socials, I am fighting your parents, okay. okay? I'm your mama and daddy are about to get this work. <laughs> <laughs> and your grandpa <laughs> your grandpa better not try to pull up and defend you, okay? Because you know what's gonna happen to old papa, all right? Concussion sin. He understands me, okay? CTE McGee. That's what <laughs> they're gonna be calling him, all right? So why not just be a downer and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Cool Down Time Pod. And subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, or something. I don't want this to get ugly. All right? So, you know, do what you got to do. But uh, this is no time for body casts. All right? <laughs> We're just starting to get out of the house. We're getting back to our normal lives. Uh, you, you don't, you don't want to be in Celebration <laughs> Hospital. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be uh, Cedar sinai out here, you know, seeing your mom. So, <laughs> <just> <laughs> say, <laughs> I'll fight your children. All right? <laughs> Um, So, you know, I'm sorry for the tough love, but, hey, we do love y'all. So, uh, you know, until next time, uh, thanks for listening to the show, and we are out.